Hey everyone, welcome back to New Girl, Old Guy for episode six of New Girl Thanksgiving. I am neither the new girl nor the old guy. My name is Ali Lasher and I am here as always with the titular old guy, Akiva Winokur. Akiva, Shana Tova, my friend. Uh, Shana Tova, happy 5781, leaving 5780 in the past. Yeah, seriously. I mean, we collectively, yeah, we collectively had a great 5780. We being just the universe? Me and no, you? no, the universe, terrible. What's so great about my 5780? No, no, no. Individually, probably bad. But I think as a duo, it was definitely our best year. I mean, it was <laughs> our only year as a duo. That is true. That is true. <laughs> but I like, you know, I don't know. We figured, we figured some, you know, we figured something out. When, when I said Shinatovio, when I, when I sort of like signed off for a couple of days, I was going to write like, we really crushed 5780, you know, hope for a better 5781. And then I immediately deleted it. I'm like, oh, that's not my not my thing. <laughs> what, just being nice in general? It, uh, it was like, skeeve me out. <laughs> and like, and she's also like, won't appreciate this. She'll think it's weird. So I'm not going to say it. Yeah, I think here's the thing with me. And I was thinking of this. So you, spoiler alert for the audience, had a dream that I quit the podcast. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the thing for going into 5781 for us. Our... You know, whatever, friendship, podcast relationship, you know, whatever, familial mm-hmm. relationship will end in one of two ways. It will either end because, you know, life happens and we stop podcasting and I, you know, we forget about each other. As I predicted earlier on in the series of this podcast that mm-hmm. we're not, we don't make it to the next social network together. Fine. Okay. Or... You will get sick of my shit. <laughs> it will never end because I quit. You know? Right. It'll end because you'll be like, 5780 was great. 5781 has been a lot. And 5782, mm, you're out. So that's my prediction for 50 going into 5781. I don't think we're making it through, but uh, it will be no, because we'll make I it pushed you crazy. to the brink. We'll definitely make it through. Uh, a challenge I guess, accepted. I, it'll be hard to push you to the brink because, like, you're married and you have kids who drive you nuts to your kids, mm-hmm. not your wife. Mm-hmm. So, like, as a fifth child, I'll I'll, I'll push your buttons, Keeve. I don't like the the dad. I don't like the dad <laughs> sort of storyline. Because you been want going. a better outcome. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the dad storyline. Um, yeah, it could also be the wife thing. She could be like, oh, "What's going on? This is like a non-monetized podcast. Like, she could." find out about this podcast and just well, I, okay if the podcast ends though like hopefully we'll you know we'll still like you know be idiots on twitter yeah probably i'll still be on 32 fans patron i hope yeah yeah you're still invited i mean i don't invite you on so you could still go on with jester all right well those are our predictions for 5781 yes that got dark big... very quickly yeah will we how about this we, i've done this with rob before how many episodes do you think we'll do in fifty-seven, eighty-one? The Jew, the Jewish year. It's I. I think both of us would very rarely call a Yadis on a week of this. Yeah, and there's no vacations. Like you know, if someone's going to Italy for three weeks, fine. But that's probably not going to happen in the next twelve months. I've brought a mic on vacation. Yeah, I mean, I've I've podcasted from from. We're both two pathetic losers. We'll of do course. this every week. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like yeah, even vacation. Like uh, I will. Yeah, I podcast is probably probably from like uh, however many countries I've been to. That's how many podcast podcasts I've countries I've podcasted in. Where's the strangest place you've ever podcasted? 
Um, well, Bob Eubanks spin for you. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. I don't know. Probably like a bathroom somewhere. Shut up. You podcasted in a bathroom? Well, I don't, I'm sure like I, I'm trying to think if what I do you mean you're part- sure. Like I'm sure that's like saying like, oh, I'm sure I saw someone I knew last week. Like, I don't know. I'm thinking like I was at sure. my I was at my in-laws house. Like maybe like every room was taken. I'm like, I'm just going uh, to the bathroom. I was picturing like I was picturing a public bathroom. Okay. No, fine. no, I don't go in the public bathroom. So you don't know. You don't know enough about me yet. Um, uh, you know what? If you had made me guess, is Keith a fan of the public restroom? I think I would have come out on top with that question. No. Is that happening, by the way, or Kiva trivia? Um, I'm sure it'll happen eventually. I don't think it's happening this week for my birthday. Your idea of my three podcast co-hosts doing Kiva trivia. Well, why not? I mean, literally, Chester messages me and says, "Can I podcast in the middle of the day?" I'm like, "Absolutely not. I can't." But he's around. Um, because Rob doesn't, I, like, he's not going to want to go on 32 fans this week. Like he's a busy guy. He's Why not? You brother. twist his arm. It's your birthday. He'll show up. Also, you always do this. You're like, Rob would never come on. T- it's not that he would want to, but if you ask, I think he would. Well, I did ask. I asked on, we asked on the podcast. Uh, we asked on my hundredth episode of Robin and Kevin podcast. Oh, well, this I week. apologize. I, yeah. I missed it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I'm, uh, he said he would do it, but it, it would have to be on Robin and Kevin podcast. Will that be our downfall? Oh wait! It has to be on Renap. That was his rule. He doesn't like he he he's he's yeah, but he's, it's not. It's a bad Renap podcast. I'll talk to him. Okay, but also, um, I think he's a little pot. Like he's got too many podcasts on his plate. But this isn't because he would enjoy it. It's it's a personal oh, obligation. Oh, I, I see. So it's like going on a friend's birthday Zoom, but exactly. in our case, it, uh, okay, I, that's not a bad spin. We could talk about this offline. Well, we'll talk about birthdays, actually, when Schmidt, Schmidt turns 29 later this season mm-hmm. um, with a guest. So let's let's uh, well, that's a nice tease. Look at how we accidentally brought it back here. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, you know, we have a lot to catch up on. We haven't really talked. You've been gone. I've been gone for the holiday. I mm-hmm. was mad at you when you got back from the holiday. So this is our mm-hmm. you know first forced conversation, really. Yeah, well, I, some of it I think we should save for the end because I do want to get to new girl stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. We're we're. I'm just I'm justifying the mm-hmm. first seven minutes of this podcast. Yeah, because um, some people turn tune in just for the new girl stuff. Some people don't know who we are, and they're just googling. <laughs> Most or, people. Yeah, they're they're searching on iTunes new girl podcast, and we've already spent eight minutes talking about people they don't necessarily know. I mean, they'll come to know and love us, but they might not be there yet. All right, so uh, you know, like most people, we have to grow on you. Let's get to Kiwi's summary. I want to announce that we, nobody, first of all, nobody gave us a cute name suggestion for Keeb's Corner. So we're still looking for the just that right fit. Um, and we are one quarter of the way through season one with this episode. Who thought? I, that doesn't even sound like so much. 24 is an unbelievable amount of episodes. I don't think another show will ever make 24 episodes like this again. A live sitcom. You want to bet on it? I don't want to bet on it. Why did they do it again the next season? It's just so many. No, no, no. I just I meant like in 2020, like starting today. Do you want to have a bet on uh, in 5781? Do you want to have a bet? Uh, we'll cap it at the year that no series will come out and be 24. But a I want to say any show. I don't. Well, this is a bad year for you to be on the other side of that bet because so many shows are w- way behind. No, I think it's a great time because no one has anything to put on the air. Yeah, but when did they film 24 episodes of it? They would have had to, like, be filming throughout quarantine. I'm, re- I'm relying on, like, some Food Network thing or something. No, I mean, that's it's a live-action comedy. No, yeah, well, I'm not... expanding it. I said I'm oh, only well, taking then the I'm action. not taking that bet. Yeah, like, 60 Minutes is going to be on every week. You know, right, well, Sports Center is on 10 times a day. The bet has been declined. Yeah, sorry. 
All right, Keeve, shut mm-hmm. me up. Hit me with your summary of uh, this November 15th, 2011 episode, Thanksgiving. Yes, uh, the Thanksgiving episode, uh, Jess has a date to the, uh, really a Friendsgiving, right? It's their, it's their crew. Pretty, you know, if you had told Jess two months ago when she met her new friends that she'd be doing Thanksgiving with them, she'd think like, oh, that's kind of sad. But they're already pretty <laughs> established. So Jess brings a coworker named Paul, a fellow teacher, to Friendsgiving along with uh, her three male roommates and her best friend, Cece. And uh, hijinks ensue. Short and sweet, Cave. Did you watch the episode? I'm a little Yeah, worried. no, I mean, do you want more? Like, do you want the spoilers for the whole episode? I think... No, like I that, like that's like the plot summary is, is really what I'm supposed to be doing. I think give it to me as you feel it. This was great. I love mm-hmm. it. You're very funny, Akiva. I don't know the, if anyone's told you that. No, uh, I will say that I've never had a co-host ever say the words "you're funny." Are you serious? Rob has never said it. Chester's definitely never said. It. They've never thought it. Why would they say it? This goes back to a perfect example of where you used in the bathroom podcasting. I'll say. You got, I, like, I imagine someone said it at some point, but if anyone would know, you would know. So I don't think they've ever said it. I don't think my wife's ever said it. Like, I don't know one's ever said it. It's very funny to me that I'm your third co-host. When I, you say you have three podcasts, I'm always like, what's the third one? Like, this to me doesn't feel like a podcast. It's just us chatting. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like I'm on the level of co-host with you and Rob. And no, you're on the Chester. level. This is the level. Well, I guess we'll have to duke it out on 32 fans or mm-hmm. Eventually. Well, or maybe this one. Maybe this, everyone will come on to this show. It'll be good, it'll be good publicity for this show. We're going to pass, actually, on that show. Okay, fine. <laughs> All right. So, okay, I have a couple questions right mm-hmm. off the top. It yeah. opens with this Thanksgiving pageant. This is, you know... Immediately harkens back to Harriet the Spy. I think this also is in the sort of gap between us, even though we're not that far apart in age. I had the orange VHS, Nickelodeon VHS of Harriet the Spy with Michelle Trachtenberg. And they had a Thanksgiving pageant where they were all dressed as like gravy boats and gourds. Um, But is this a thing anywhere outside of television, the Thanksgiving pageant? I was going to say that I've, and it's almost like a play, right? It's a little bit like a school play, but yeah, more but they call it a pa- not right. in a show, but in it's, it's like a show. Harry it's like a spy. Thanksgiving show, essentially, right. for people who are not watching pageant. Um, so I wouldn't. I went to small all boys religious private schools my entire life, from nursery school through college. Um, so I don't. I like. I only know things like this from consuming media. So I've oh, I've seen this many times. Like this seems normal to me from watching TV or movies, but I could see like most schools not having this, but we never, we didn't have a lot of plays. Like I was never in a, other than summer camp, I wasn't in the plays, but they had them. There was no, there was no plays anywhere when I was in school and college. That's the thing though, but you're, you're a parent now and I presumably you have Facebook with like all the other annoying parents Mm -hmm. and you might see photos of, yeah, but not Thanksgiving. I've never seen anything like this. I don't think Thanksgiving. I've never seen it. It seems a little old school, a little 80s. Um, yeah, I, I have never seen this outside of Harry the Spy, New Girl, and other such media. Um, but Matt Stewart, it's funny, Matt Stewart must have known that you have no experience with this because he said, has Allie ever starred in a school musical? Um, thank you for recognizing my potential and talent from the singing last week. Um, no, though, I haven't. Um, I was in camp stuff. I was Peppermint Patty in a Charlie Brown related show, not 
you're a good man, Charlie Brown, but another sort of Charlie Brown theme thing. I've, I'm I shocked very, you didn't get Lucy. You're such a Lucy. Oh, I very strongly identified with Peppermint Patty as a child. Oh, okay. I also really liked York Peppermint Patties. I and who was, possibly had Oh, they're gross. Oh, who was I from the from the Snoopy crew? Where do you stand on Junior Mints? I, I, I'm not a big mint guy in general. All right. You're a big Linus, and it shows. As long as you didn't say pig pen, I think I'm fine. No, nah, you're not a pig pen. You're clean. You live with someone. Like, you can't be a... Mm-hmm. I live with uh, three, three grown women. You don't live with three grown I mean, women. Whatever. They're like 11 and up. Okay, let's move on swiftly. All right, we meet Paul, who you introduced, Genslinger for short, (laughs) Genslinger if you're nasty, uh, who's played by Justin Long. The the men, the male listeners of this podcast are out in full force talking about Justin Long. Are you ready for this, Akiva? Please, yeah. So Matt Stewart says, is Justin Long the most famous guest star so far? Flagging over Natasha Leon. I think Justin Long is more famous than Natasha Leon. Like he's not at maybe necessarily peaking in Hollywood like she is right now, but he's more more people on earth know Justin Long's name than Natasha Leon. Ooh. No, it's not even close. It's not even close. That's interesting. I because, would say because in of 2011, the Drew Barrymore connection. The what connection? Drew Barrymore. Stop clicking. I'm not. I'm not Sorry. editing you out this time. He dated Drew Barrymore. Okay. Here's what I'll say. Mm-hmm. I think in 2011, it's not close. Yeah. Today, in today's world? She's, again, she's Netflix a bigger star. subscribers. Ooh. If, if. She uh, dated that creepy guy who neither of us like, Fred Armisen. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, boy. Do, not, do I not this like This is Armisen. an anti-Fred Armisen podcast. Ugh, he gives me the, the Hebrew Jews. I know. Jeepers. We both, I, we both the, the like S- SNL. Spoiler alert. We're going to have a problem. In the future. Oh, no. Not, not Armisen. <laughs> SNL, um, if they had to pick one of them to be like the third host of this season. It's Natasha def- Leon. It's definitely Natasha Leon. But who is more famous? It's Justin Long. I don't know. He's now, in so much what's more the stuff, last thing? Go to IMD bags on Justin Long. What's the mm-hmm. last thing Justin Long has done? He was, in a, he was in a movie called After Class, where he was the star. He was in a movie called The Wave. How'd that do on Rotten Tomatoes? I don't think any of them did well. Um, he was in a show called Geary on, on BBC last right, you know what? year. Tweet us, tweet us and let us know who you think is the most famous guest star. I, I think Natasha Leon by like a Schmidt contaminated walnut over Justin well, Long. Do you want to tweet a poll now? Who's more famous, Natasha Leon or Justin Long? Yeah, go ahead. Tweet a poll. You want me to do it? Okay. I'll tweet it. Why would I do that? <laughs> I don't know. All right. While you're tweeting your poll, um, Michael J. Clark says, what was the height of Justin Long's career? Ed? Apple commercials? Drew Barrymore? I think the Apple commercials are what he's most famous for, sadly. I mean, dating Drew Barrymore, but as an as a role, it's the Apple commercials. Okay. I have a, a an, my dad was a very sort of like um, classic guy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, his, his relax, like his, the height of his relaxation was wearing like stiff jeans. Okay. Uh, but he was most comfortable in like khakis and a blazer. But, oh, you know, so, the you, so you don't, when you say far. classic guy, I thought you meant like a guy's guy, like throwing back a few brews and watching football. You mean like a man? No, he didn't. Yeah. He was not a adult. boy. He didn't, he watched sports and would know what was going on, but was not a sports guy. He was so he, like an artist guy. Okay, but so I don't know what classic man means, but I know what you're trying to say, like, 
cla- le- not he was a classic man like you know man like mm-hmm. he was a classic guy like class okay. like he was classy classy oh okay that's better yes classy whatever like who it. cares but mm-hmm. two of his favorite movies <laughs> once when i was uh my my childhood bedroom was over the basement in such a way that you could hear like he would watch mm. like really loud movies on like surround sound gladiator and whatever else and I hear, you know, dun, 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 whatever music start for a movie. And I'm fine sleeping with noise. Doesn't matter. And all of a sudden I hear, oh, my God, McLovin's in this. He was watching Kick-Ass by himself, became a huge <laughs> fan. And we had to go see Kick-Ass 2 while we were on vacation in Ooh. Aruba because it came out. With Jim okay. Carrey. I, no recollection. Yeah, Jim. Only I remember believe, Christopher believe, Mintz Plus. And, and Hit Girl. We were big fans of Hit Girl. That's like Chloe a random movie for a classy dad to be a fan of. That's the point. So yeah. now the second movie and why I bring this up is when this movie was on TBS, which was frequently, it always was on in our house. And that movie was accepted with Louis Black, Justin Long and Ask Me About My Wiener, Jonah Hill. Ask Me About My Wiener. You don't know that joke that like the whole advertising campaign was like it was a fake college they set up. And Louis Black, who my mom, it's her favorite comedian. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's just to tell you about the stress level. That was house. that was my um, my wife's grandmother's favorite comedian. She loved Louis Black. There you go. Very popular amongst Jews of a certain age. Sure. And uh, yeah, so he's dressed up like hey, getting being hazed at this fraternity and he's dressed up as a hot dog and he's screaming. Ask me about my wiener. <laughs> you know, I've seen this movie, right? I thought South Arman Institute of Technology. I've seen that. No, yeah, you get the joke there? Yes, I'm saying I've seen the movie, but I don't remember anything about it. Anyway, Justin Long so is the most forgettable me, person ever in Hollywood. Who is? Justin Long. Well, so I don't forget him from that, but that is extremely niche because unless your dad played that on TBS like once mm-hmm. a week, you would not know that movie. That's wild. Maybe I should. Should we watch it as like an interlude between the seasons to see if it holds up? Yeah, we yeah we have some some maybe maybe the fans could vote or something because we've we've suggested the a couple fans. Things. Imagine like you voting. <laughs> what fans? We have no. The fans. list. I'm sure there's list. Listen, yeah, you see the numbers. People listen to this. Yeah, we're family though. They're not. Fa- I, I'm very All right, the fam. How about the, the fam? Fans. You're right. The fam you're right. That's, can that's vote. gross. That's gross. Yeah, it's gross. Um, disgusting. But we're going to have 18 more episodes this season. But yes, we will have we'll watch something, you know, we'll have an off topic episode between each season. So that's up. That's up for, you know, I'm sure I think we might top it in the next 18 episodes, but that's up for that. You know, kick ass, too. If you suggested that, I would not want to watch it. Oh, my God. I just got a text from Robbie Freeman. Mm -hmm. Justin Long is the right answer. I hope you're on the right side of history. Can he see us? Well, I tweeted it. Oh, <laughs> that was the creepiest thing. Why would you think is... he, you think he just knows what you're talking about? I, I honestly am terrified. <laughs> that was so scary to me. Okay. I literally said I'm tweeting in. it. <laughs> I need to relax. How are we doing? You think 20 minutes in? We haven't talked about. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about I mean, New Girl. Well, we have one more Justin Long question. I told you the men were yes. a buzz about this. Eric O says, is Justin Long the most likable actor in history? Uh, the uh, most unlikable. I was going to say he's got a very punchable face. Oh, I hate him. <laughs> you don't hate him. What do you think? Yeah, I hate Justin Long. I nothing him at best. <laughs> okay. Okay. If you hated him, you would have said it 
the last three hours we've been talking about. No, Justin no, no. Long. I don't like Justin Long. I was burying the lead. You don't hate him. I not really Akiva, don't. I hope Akiva, he's not Akiva. around for more than one or two episodes. Akiva, Akiva. Yes. You couldn't possibly hate him. I hate you his character. It, um, I hate his character in this. In this. All right. This well, show. let's get into it. Let's get into. You think it. I could be friends with his character? Never. We would never have a conversation. I don't think you could be life. friends with almost anyone. What does that mean? <laughs> on, you mean on the show? You sure? Yeah. I mean, no, I can't. You could be CC. friends with Nick. Yeah, Nick, I'd be friends with Schmidt. Maybe. Uh, I, I think all three guys I'd have a shot at. Um, You'd be friends with Schmidt in the way that you're friends with Rob. Like Rob is sort of Schmidtish. I don't know. I CC obviously. Let's not even pretend. In your and dreams. Then, and then, uh, yeah, Jess also. That's not happening. I mean, you you are friends with many Jesses. Yeah, but no, I I don't know if I would want to be friends with 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 Jess as we've seen who, her through five well, who episodes. Who do you want to be friends with? I mean, I feel like friends with you, Akiva, are just like in your life. Like, do you really have a choice in who's in your life? Me personally, or in general, like everyone's friends. No, you personally. I mean, everyone. I think I have a but choice. I'm asking you. You're here. I think I have a choice. I feel like you'd struggle to have a friend breakup, which is why I'm still here. No, I've had many friend breakup, but but it's it's a falling apart. It's not a fight. I've never had like a friend fight, but there's many. I mean, I moved across the world without telling people. You don't yeah, think no, I lost a lot of people cool. in the process that's there? Trust cool. me. That's the thing I like the most about you is you uh, ghosted your whole life. In ghosted York. my whole life. Like I, there's so <laughs> many there's people who like I have I have like good friends from my 20s who don't know I've ever done a podcast. Well, I have friends who don't know. I'm def- that's more about them than you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I'm just saying, like, I'm very. But I've been doing this for like a decade. Like, I'm, I'm so detached from them. Okay, you haven't been doing it for a decade. We've been doing it the same amount of time. Six and a half. No, years. I. Thirty-two fans started in 2010. Did it though? Yeah, I guess not. I guess, and I was still, <laughs> I was still uh, living in New York then. All right, so let's get back to this. So. Uh, one of the most awkward interactions you could possibly have where you're, first of all, you're dressed as a gourd or a turkey. Jess and Paul are dressed as gourds and turkeys. And Jess, he's like, how's your boyfriend? <laughs> Which you never lead with when you haven't seen someone in a while. Actually, we broke up. What are you doing for Thanksgiving, Genslinger? Oh, uh, I normally send it, spend it with my grandma. Who died? <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. There's no payoff to the grandma stuff, real. I mean, there's a little bit of payoff, no, but like, there's, there's no payoff. comedic payoff. I mean, it depends on how funny you think uh, Winston's slideshow of his alcoholic grandfather is. Yeah, I guess. And also, like, uh, I, I sort of like what Winston did later on where he's like, well, this guy actually asked me my grandfather's name. I do think that's a very important thing, especially like we just played a game. That online game, right? Sequester. We can talk about it at the end. That I think it like it like just asking a person one question, like having that very quick meet and greet, and and pretending you care about somebody at the very least. Like, there's something to that, you know. I think this was Winston's best episode so far. And yeah. Oh, for ironic, sure. Ironic because he sure. had he had almost nothing to do. Nothing to he do. He had very funny yeah. lines. Yeah, he was very good with with what he had. Absolutely. Um. All right. So Paul gets invited to Thanksgiving. We then find out that Jess actually agreed to have no Thanksgiving plans. So Jess stumbles in with the most obviously fake turkey and is like, surprise, I know I agreed to go along with your dude's giving, but now I'm having a guy over, so I'm going to whip up a Thanksgiving dinner. We have so much to break down here. I think this podcast is going to have to be two parts. Wow. Just at this moment alone. Wow. All right, first question. Do you think Jess as a character would agree to like not do a Thanksgiving? Because no. presumably, right, she had agreed to the boys' plan. Yes, no, she would not have agreed to not do. I mean, again, she doesn't have a lot of hand in this relationship yet, 
But Jess is clearly as basic as they come and is doing Thanksgiving. Which I had this, uh, you know, I've seen this these, these this series a million times, and I that was my first reaction. But we will get more Thanksgiving episodes, and Jess is sort of willing to do non traditional holidays in the future. I think that's just sort of incompatible with her character, but works for the sitcom. Mm-hmm. But that to me is the first reaction. Six episodes in is like no way would Jess have been okay with this. I'm a hundred percent with you. I and I also like you probably wouldn't. You would have to do Thanksgiving also. I think. That's interesting. I mean, very. I've never had Thanksgiving. Say something about Allie. Ooh, that's interesting. (laughs) I've never had a Thanksgiving, I think, away from my family. Mm -hmm. You mean you'll always come home. No matter where you are, you're coming home. Knock on wood. I have always come home. Um, Was football on in your house on Thanksgiving? Well, I was going to ask about uh, holiday traditions. If... Mm -hmm. If I were, let's say I was in this loft and like that's what was happening. We're in a pandemic, like that's what was happening. I'm cooking Thanksgiving dinner. They're free to watch football and drink beer. And like I'm happy to have it in front of the football. But like I'm making the turkey. I'm making the yams. We're having the the dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This is your dream Thanksgiving, I imagine. Yeah, this is my dream. I'm not a big shopping guy, so I don't love Black Friday. Although I did, the Jets once hosted a Thanksgiving night game. So we did like uh, we did a Thanksgiving tailgate, so which is untraditional at the Jet game, and then afterwards went straight to like uh, Walmart or wherever for somewhere for Black Friday, just to like see it and do it once. But it wasn't super exciting. I have no, I've never been a Black Friday person. That's very fun. I think. See, I would be fine with that a Thanksgiving tailgate. Just that's like totally fine. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we were in Turkey. I wouldn't just ignore like it. I no, wouldn't just I, ignore the holiday. I mean, listen, I moved across the world. We still, like, that's the one thing we still celebrate. I, I love Thanksgiving. It's it's a little weird because we do super late. Like, at 1230 in Israel is, is when the football starts. That's 730 at night. So, it's like, it's it's a long night for the kids, but... Wait, uh, you do things... When you say you do Thanksgiving, you do it timed on U.S. time. Well, we, we don't do it <laughs> on U.S. time. Like, we start eating whenever, but... The, the kids like the parade, which happens before the game in real life, but it's in the show. It's at halftime for some crazy reason. Um, and, uh, and you know, to have football on while we're eating, you have, you got to time it right. So it's got to start 730 our time, 1230 Eastern. As the, as the children of a uh, – as the, as the Jewish child of a non-Jewish father and Jewish mother – my mom's somewhere, like, mad at me that I just said that, I'm sure um, – Thanksgiving's the best. Yeah. We hosted Thanksgiving. I'm a big cooker. I'm a big baker, despite what people perceive me as. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm up all night prepping, and then my mom and I are in the kitchen at 7 a.m., parade on, cooking till 3, you know, knuckles bruised, <laughs> like getting a dinner out. You guys fighting? And it's, it's the best. No, but just <laughs> like working our hey, By the way, did you ever go to the parade? Uh, No, but my sister-in-law worked at Macy's in PR for a long time and we had the option to and I declined. I don't like crowds. I, I, I have a front row seat in front of my laptop or in front of my TV. Why yes. would I go to the parade? Yeah. Well, we took the kids once and their favorite part was we stayed afterwards where they deflo- deflate the balloons that go into like one of those rolling garbage cans. Incredibly cool how small they get. The kids well, love that. My mom wanted to know. My mom wanted to go to like watch them be blown up one year. But mm-hmm. like you couldn't pay. I'm shocked. You're a good dad. I'm shocked you agreed to do that. I did it once. Be your nightmare. I mean, it's listen. I've been a dad for 14 years. I've done like six good things. That just happens to be one of them. 
that's pretty big. I've been a daughter for 29 years, and I would never agree to go with my mom to the Thanksgiving Day Parade, and she's always wanted to. Yeah, or my wife would sometimes take, like, one of the girls uh, to, like, a family friend who had a really good view and just watch from indoors because it also gets cold. Oh, yeah, well, that's, I mean... Um, that's a privilege. But I also think I also think it's um, it, one of the reasons I think you're saying it's nice is because like Christmas is not for us, right? I mean, I don't celebrate Christmas at all. No judging if if anybody else does here. But the but like you do mean me? Are you asking if I celebrate? No, Christmas? I think you don't. I think you've said you don't. Um, but I could yeah. be wrong. I, well, we'll I, wait for the Christmas episode. Yeah, we have to wait for the Christmas we'll episode. But the point is like it's not for us, and like I have nothing for like I I, I certainly appreciate like. Like Independence Day is fine, but I, I don't think Independence Day is a very New York holiday. I know that sounds insane, but like, I don't know. I feel like like I, maybe because I was always in summer camp, but I was I never have like done fireworks in New York City or Long Island or anything like that. Like, well, you're out of your depth because Macy's other big thing is the fireworks. Obviously. I know, but I've never been in the city really on July. Like I, my whole life I went to camp or whatever. Um, but I I uh, Thanksgiving is like my American holiday. You know, I love Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. I'm not saying you're a good dad because Christmas isn't for you. I'm saying to go through the headache. Where, did you live in Manhattan? Yeah. Well, we lived in Washington Heights while I was in college. Okay, and then but years just afterwards. like to deal with the cr- a crowd is my least favorite thing. So I hate mm-hmm. the pandemic. I would love to get back to crowds at this point, but mm-hmm. if there's a silver, you're lining, coming out as against the pandemic, just for people who are going <laughs> yeah, home. Yeah, but I'm just saying, okay. if there is a silver lining, it's that I haven't had to be in a crowd in a long time and for someone to be living in Manhattan and dislike crowds obviously it sucks um but but so the idea of going into the Macy's Day Parade is like a nightmare anyway love watching it though we do turn it off for the dog show my mom doesn't like the dog show my kid my kids like to watch the dog show in that half hour before the football game all right, so we've really dissected our Thanksgiving traditions. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a question from Benji Holder. Uh, in what world can Jess carry that comically large 85-pound turkey so easily? Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe she just, like, kicked it up in the elevator and she's just carrying it for a few seconds into the into the apartment. But I do like that, you know, the props department did a good job with, like, that cartoonishly big turkey. Did they? I feel like it was so obviously zero pounds. Oh, like I hear not, what you're saying. It was the most obviously fake turkey I've ever seen. I think in, it was like TV supposed history. to be fake almost. It was it was supposed to be like a cartoon basically. Right. Like and that's that's fine. Um but all right. I mean, we we've, we've answered all of my questions that I had about this. We really uh broke it down. One of the funniest lines I think for this episode is Schmidt saying when Jess is like Paul's coming. Schmidt says be honest is the turkey named Paul. <laughs> I, yeah. I love that. And I'm she said no, it's Hank. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah, no, I like, mean, of course, Schmidt knows of her course, pretty well. Yeah, of course Jess would have a name for the turkey. By the way, no also, real people name their turkeys. That that doesn't happen. Uh, I would say that, that I would take that action. I think that happens. I don't think it's never happened, but I think it's very rare. Uh, you, I think it happens. Okay. Tom turkey, it's like a whole thing. But if every turkey is named Tom, that doesn't count. Are you? Do you have a crew of, like, expats in Israel who, like, do mm-hmm. the whole thing? Yes. Yeah, we really okay. go to one or one person, but yeah, there, it is a crew. Uh, yeah, I don't. My Hebrew is terrible. I only hang out with expats. Oh, really? Only, yeah, a hundred percent. But Israelis are so friendly. Is that because they don't want you, or because you don't? Are you being them? facetious that they're friendly? No, Israelis are very friendly. They're not known to be friendly. They're not. They're known to be extremely fr- like you're. Yeah, you were on birthright. Like, they were friendly, like for other reasons, probably. They were gonna no, but, spend money. <laughs> no, with them. but it, 
No, I feel like Israelis are known that if you're like going to be in Israel, you can like stay in a friend of a friend's family. OK, house yeah, that like part is months. true. No, I don't think well, people are mean to friendly. me. I don't think people are mean to me. I, I just uh, like I have nothing in common with like the average Israeli. I'm extremely well, that's American. True. I'm, that's I'm like the most true. American person. That's very true. I'm like Uncle Sam. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. But you're, you're not Israeli. No, not at all. Um, you go to the Shook. You go to the Shook. Yeah, I mean, I could. I like. I know words and stuff. I just. I'm not gonna like have a conversation about new girl and podcasts in Hebrew. You have to like. I would speak to an Israel, but they have to be fluent in English. Like that's my rule. I thought you're not fluent in Hebrew. I mean, I am, but not not enough to like have a like a deep conversation. That's mind blowing to me. Yeah, you've your entire life has been Jewish education. Yeah. So you want to know the answer? This is very technical and boring. Who, who were who were only educated in like Jewish schools through high school who are very fluent in Hebrew. So I, I, part of it is I went to like a slightly more Orthodox school where they didn't believe in teaching Hebrew. And then I like, well, I can't even begin to dig into that. Yeah. I'm saying this is so <laughs> beyond the scope of this, of this podcast, but, um, and I'm probably not great with languages, but I, I mean, I know, I know enough to get around, but speaking of people who do know Hebrew, one of my, <laughs> one of my kids came into the room during, while I was, while I was watching new girl. And she said, what a horrible advertisement. And I said, what advertisement? I'm watching a show. She's like, oh, that's the theme song? She, she thinks the New Girl theme song is horrible. That's Adira. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's my girl. Agreed. She said horrible. It's a terrible theme song. And I love that she would come in and just like, say something nasty about what you're watching. In Hebrew. Now. She said it in Hebrew. <laughs> she, uh, she's our guest. She has to be our first guest. Is she available next week? Do you uh, think we could get no, her? No, she could do like season four. I don't want to throw her at people... Uh, <laughs> oh, you're suddenly so protective of your children. No, I'm not protective, but like I don't know. We you could, should we could be. do better for our first guest than an eleven year old. Oh, I think she's a It's star. very self serving to have your own kid on, especially at the very beginning. Adira, for people who don't know, is Akiva's uh youngest daughter, mm -hmm. second youngest kid overall. No, second out of second kid. Second kid. Oh, there's an older ya Yaakov is between them? N Yaakov is my Hebrew name. <laughs> what's his what's his name? Wait, it's like um, I have two girls, then a large gap, and then two like young boys. Oh, but but so she's she's your second oldest kid. Yes, you said second. That's what youngest. I said. You said second. Youngest. No, I said second. I meant second oldest. Oh, okay, whatever. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have two girls, um, and then a long break, and two boys. So well, who is the person I'm confusing with your Hebrew name? I have no idea. Yosef. <laughs> Yosef. Oh, Yosef is Yaakov's son in the Bible. That makes sense. That His favorite smart. son, famously Joseph's Technicolor okay. Dreamcoat. It's Allie from the editing room. And yeah, I was wrong about this, but uh, I hope it was funny. One of my girls is very American. One's very Israeli. Like they're, they're polar opposite. And one is enormous and one is like tiny. Like one, is, one is, I'm saying one is taller than my wife and one's like very little. Don't ever say your daughter's enormous. Well, she, I, I mean, I'm just being tall. I don't mean she's like an ogre. I know, but when you say one, she's is just enormous. like she's like your height or taller, which is, I mean, I guess you're I'm not, enormous. Well, f if you were 14, <laughs> I, I mean, okay, not really. let's move on. Yeah, this is <laughs> tragic. Wait, you want a great segue? <laughs> Please. <laughs> what? So they talked about what the sexiest holidays are, um, and I did come up with my own rankings. They okay, wait. We have so much to get to before then. I'm sorry to nitpick. That was a great segue. Mm -hmm. I do want to know that. I don't want to skip over Winston. I think his best line so far 
is are we going to be able to hang out with this guy or is he also a teacher? Yeah, that was funny. I mean, you as a former teacher, mm-hmm. did you feel uh, slighted by that? No, because I got out of teaching because I guess I was too good at con- conversing with people, too cool. They're like, no. Yeah, you know, okay. You can't be a teacher anymore. It was that and because the school closed down that I was working at. <laughs> I mean, which came first? Who can say? Who knows? Um, okay, the other thing we have to point out is I think this is your first prediction coming to fruition. Maybe I'm pushing it forward a little bit, but I'm willing to do that because I'm bored. It's six episodes and I want you to start knowing things. Schmidt reveals a little bit more about himself this episode. What, that he has OCD? That, but also just says, like, does anyone know anything about Turkey? And and Schmidt, you know, trying to stay quiet is, like, identifying what kind of string Jess is looking for and revealing that he knows some uh, turkey tips and that he's willing to, he could cook an entire Thanksgiving dinner and he has OCD. So if you're going to go back... To the question of who keeps the apartment clean, Akiva, do you have a reset for your guests? Okay, so it's probably Schmidt. I will say, like, the idea that we're supposed to know he has OCD, but, like, pretend that they've established it, but I don't think they've really established it in the first five episodes. I don't episodes. think you're supposed like... to know it. I think this is the establishment. Oh, okay, fine. Episode. But to me, it was like, of course he has OCD. Um, whereas, like, oh, I didn't know that at all. No, but I think I think we find out as CC finds out, right? Like, okay. Schmidt is here trying to suppress it, trying to do the bros giving, and he can't help it. He's... He's uh, succumbs to Jess's offer that he'll cook the entire Thanksgiving if Cece's invited, and he has control. He he discloses to Jess, I have some t- control issues in the kitchen, so I don't want to hear anything. And then Cece later explores this with him, and I think that's our entree into it. I don't think we're supposed to know that. Okay, I'll I'll take that. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so now let's get to your holidays. Schmidt says Thanksgiving is the least sexy holiday. I think he's got he's got a point there. Like the whole point of the holiday, it's sexy in the way that if you are with someone you're comfortable with, it's like very fun. That's I mean that's not really the definition of sexy. No, it's not. But Schmidt's, Schmidt's <laughs> joke, by the way, that uh, the sexy holidays are the Fourth of July and Independence Day. It's funny, but also like, is that his character that he's extremely stupid? I was like, am I am I stupid? Mm-hmm. Is it that is it those are the same day, correct? Yeah, it's a very good joke, but is that the right character for the joke? I don't know. Is it a good joke? I almost thought it was like I thought the point of it was Schmidt is like getting called on his bullshit. Like he doesn't really have sexy holidays and he's just like rattling off the top of his head and so he repeats the same holiday. Um yeah, no, that's definitely possible. I don't like maybe he's just trying to pass it off. But the, there's an obvious answer to what the sexiest holiday is. Well, wait, what was the what was your interpretation of the joke? That he's dumb. Oh well, I I do actually think they want Schmidt to be sort of dumb in the early seasons. Okay, then fine. Then he's dumb. Congratulations, writers. <laughs> All right, so let lay it on us, Keeve. What is the sexiest holiday? The definitive sexiest holiday. I think it's obviously Halloween, right? Yeah, but that's kind of an anti-Jewish holiday. Okay, fine, but the, the, like that's not okay, like that's true for us. But what does that have to do with anything? Like the general, like American, like that has to be it. It was very bizarre to me that Schmidt didn't say Halloween. I think you're completely right. But you, also, you ke- Christmas. You, is- you dress up for Halloween. Oh yeah, I'm, what am I? You? Yeah, yeah, I don't take it as an anti-Jewish holiday. I just know that you. I assume you don't observe Halloween. No, but not as an anti-Jewish thing. It's like we have our own Halloween. We got Purim, which is St. Patrick's Day 
plus Halloween put together. It's I was th- going to say, I, I would suggest that Purim is sexier than Halloween. Purim, Purim is very, it's tricky because like it does combine the, the drinking with the, um, with the dressing up, but it's a little more kid centric than, than, um, than traditional Halloween, I think. Perm is like very much like it's for the grown-ups too, but it's really like a kid's day. I don't think there's any you're with your you're, you're like but Halloween lo- is that I think it's just that the, the sort of 18 to 28 year old market has not adopted Purim in the same way that they have Halloween or, or even Hanukkah Halloween like is, Purim has the worst publicist of any holiday like Purim should be a huge hit. So I was I, I did want to talk about sexy holidays. He says that the sexiest holidays are Fourth of July Independence Day, Women's History Month <laughs> yep, and sure. Christmas. I or I think that Christmas is definitely less sexy than New Year's Eve. Yeah, New Year's Eve is also pretty uh, thirsty slash horny holiday. New Year's Eve, Christmas has nothing. Christmas, you're home with your family. Everyone's wearing like stupid sweatpants. There's th- nah. Christmas got has like Christmas in New York. Like people get engaged in front of the tree. Whatever. It's got. It's romantic. Yeah, that's not. Sexy, I don't think though. it's sexy. Yeah, engagement yeah, isn't sexy. PJ's out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, New Year's Nothing Eve, sexy. you got to kiss someone, mistletoe. Well, that's Christmas. No, I'm saying. No. Mistletoe is Christmas. What's What are you kissing someone under at? on at, Midnight. On... Just midnight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I spot the Jew. Well, <laughs> There's no mistletoe under New the Year's table? Eve oh, okay. is not, wait, New Year's Eve is not a Jewish or not Jewish holiday. I feel bad for your wife right now is what I'm hearing. Do you no, not stay up not, at midnight? You know what? Speaking of crud, she used to go to see the ball drop multiple times. Was it with me? Right. Must have been with her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, moving swiftly on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think July 4th is actually a very sexy holiday. I think he nails that. It's barbecue. It's summer. You were at camp, but Red, fireworks. white, and blue, the least sexy of the colors. Uh, sorry? Like red, white, and blue is is a pretty unsexy color group. Yeah, but people get like American flag bikinis. Okay, it's summer barbecue. Mm-hmm. People are drinking fireworks. That's a sexy holiday. Okay, I'll take it. What about Arbor Day? Mm, a little dry. Okay. Trees yeah. like a. I think all right. So if I I think Thanksgiving is sexier than Women's History Month. Is there a Women's History Month? And I'm sure there is. But like <laughs> yes. I bet there's like a like what month is Women's History Month? It's in the spring for sure. For me, it's always Women's History Month, so I don't. I it's don't... like it's like March maybe. Let's check it out. I was correct. Women's History Month is March. Not you March said is spring. Not a very sexy month. It's barely. And then I March said March is barely spring. You won't listen back to this, but it, I did say March. I believe you, but I feel like uh... you seem like you don't. All right, we're going to do a big shebang for Women's History Month in March if this podcast is still going. Wait, we're not going to last. But I'm trying okay. to think of what else is it? April Fool's Day, not very sexy, kind no. of annoying. No, it's a lot of the people you would never want to like do anything with or do the ones doing the jokes on April Fool's Day. Valentine's Day, I feel like an obvious miss. I guess that's obvious, honest. yeah. Yeah, I guess we could have hit at Valentine's Day as one of them. St. Patrick's Day, sexy St. Patrick's holiday. Day is up there. You go on the, the, you know, I wouldn't celebrate it, but I always be on the subway home. St. Patrick's Day night, coming back from some work thing or something. A lot of wild stuff going on in the subway on St. You Patrick's Day. You know, it's, almost, it's not so much sexy. It's more of a sloppy holiday. It's like, very nothing's sloppy. Nothing's really sexy about it. No, it's very sloppy. It's the dr- It was definitely the drunkest day of the year on the subway. All night. right. What's your number one sexiest holiday? I think Halloween. We'll, yeah, we'll stay with Halloween. It's for sure that. You know what? I'm going to say that the kids bring it down, the average down, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say July 4th is the sexiest holiday. Okay. All right. 
Let us know in the the chat, in the comments. There's no comments. Um, All right. So, crisis. uh, Jess has a a three hours and a completely frozen turkey. Am I correct in saying, Keeve, that you have never once participated in cooking a Thanksgiving meal? I would never be allowed to. Uh, You didn't have to say the word Thanksgiving in that sentence. Of any of the items on the traditional Thanksgiving table, what do you think you could cook well none of them if i had to make one of them yeah what's your best shot i don't even know what yams really are so not those that's very easy uh i guess like open up i could make the home like open up a thing of cranberries and pretend it's like i made it but really it's from a can a thing of cranberries okay that's fine that's actually a good answer you tricked me okay Mm -hmm. good job uh i'm gonna say that if you have three hours in a completely frozen turkey you're not getting a turkey on the dead woman's apartment's table I don't know how it happened. It was a Thanksgiving miracle. Um, Yeah, you have to. I don't. People are not buying turkeys. I mean, this is the morning of Thanksgiving, right? This is like Thursday morning. It makes no sense. Like that. Nobody. But she acknowledges. She's like, it's the last turkey. It's frozen. How did it sneak up on them so much? Like you know, Thanksgiving's coming. Did you forget the whole premise of this episode? They weren't doing Thanksgiving, and then she's trying to I know, but she boy. knew, like, she had to do it. She should have been hiding a turkey somewhere. No, no, no. She was, I think we're supposed to believe, I agree with you that it's far-fetched, but we're supposed to believe that Jess was going with the boy plan until Genslinger entered the picture. Okay, fair enough. All right, so we have the second callback to the jar. Uh, three hours... With the turkey, and Schmidt says, I can't get it in. We've all been here. Am I right? Jar. Uh, did you clock that? Were you excited to see the jar? Yeah, being well, it's back? weird because I thought the jar was such a big thing, and then we didn't hear it from episode one till six. And then I believe there's another jar that's sort of like very. I didn't even know what they were talking about at the very end of the episode, but there is a second jar at the end of this episode. Yeah, that wasn't really a good jar. I actually liked that they are careful with when they use the jar. They're but judicious I think they, with it, yeah. Yes, they, they flubbed it in the second uh example here but i liked this one i thought this was a clear jar no this was a jar for sure all right we have a question from eva from twitter has akiva ever cooked or thawed a whole turkey is tossing it in the dryer actually not a bad that bad of an idea uh i know as we've established i don't know to cook um i don't know is there any food you could toss in the dryer to success popcorn you think you could put popcorn in the dryer it, it would be, be like coming pop, out pop, for pop, like pop, pop, pop. of your clothes for the next six months, though, if you did that. Well, that's a nice smell. Yeah, but the kernels would be in your clothes. Uh, what? What's your suggestion? I mean, not soup. I'm trying to think. Things no, I don't think hot. you should put any clo- any food in the dryer. Oh, well, for sure. But I thought we were like having fun. Oh, we were. I mean, we were having fun. <laughs> did I stop us from having fun? No, I think. Um, yeah, soup. I don't think is a good one. All right, one thing I have to say is Paul arrives and Jess is wearing the Jamboree shirt that she took off of Spencer. I was very surprised. I think if you're actually in a six-year relationship that ends because he cheats on you in in such a fashion where Jess was naked and the girl locks out, we all saw it. Mm -hmm. You're not wearing that shirt (laughs) that you took off that guy. You're taking it for spite and you're throwing it away. You're certainly not wearing it when this new guy that you're interested in comes over. There is a big trope of like, oh, I broke up with this person. I can't get my stu- my like clothing back or like my favorite shirt or favorite sweatshirt or something. So I do wonder if there's power in like, oh, yeah, he's ne- he wants this and he's never getting it back. Yeah, uh, no, you want to have it. But are you wearing it when the next guy arrives? Yeah, probably not. But I think the point is like she's not ready. Like she's it's a readiest shirt and she's going to change, but she just doesn't have time because he's early. 
I, I from a girl's perspective, mm-hmm. you're not wearing that. You're shirt. You're never wearing. There's no scenario where you can wear that shirt. Even it's like not that you're never s- wearing it, but I'm not. I'm not like putting that. On. I mean, maybe we're supposed to believe it's a signal that she's so over Spencer mm-hmm. that she's put this shirt. She's without even thinking about it. Right. That she's so excited about Genslinger that she's put the shirt on. That's possible. I I also think like. I don't know. You need a few shirts that are just like this can go in the garbage afterwards. You need a few of those shirts in your rotation. Can't throw them all out. Fair enough. Um, All right. So Paul brought a violin. We have a question um, from Sam Warren. Has Keeve ever had a similar Thanksgiving experience where everyone is bugging him while he's just trying to watch football? Anyone try to... uh, Play you a little ditty on a violin while you're just trying to watch the uh, Lions game? No. I mean, obviously, no. I, I Like, if I'm showing up somewhere, it's from the time I was very little. Like, it's understood there's football on. I'm watching football. Going back to, like, going to, like, family weddings and stuff and bringing mini TVs, like, when they first were invented. Um, I don't I, – I, no. We would, we would have, like, the food in a different room from at my grandfather's house growing up from the game but you were allowed to like walk into the next room and watch the game just without your food so if people want to play the violin they could go to like another another location <laughs> they're not playing it near my game all right so paul is his first real encounter is with winston and he just says entirely too much information to winston winston decides to play word association Kazoo. with paul yeah what do you think of paul I mean, I said I don't like him. For the kazoo is funny because, like, he eventually starts playing the kazoo after dropping, starting the kazoo. I mean, it's so aggressive, also, of Winston to like let's do word association with this stranger. But like, I I th- I think like Paul sucks, and I would do it too. That's what I like about Winston here. It's sort of like I'm gonna give you a shot. Like Nick decides he hates him right away. Schmidt ignores him. Mm-hmm. To he ignores him, but then just like likes him blindly, sort of like Jess. Like I he just invites her into the loft because of model friends Winston is going to be calculated about it think about it give him a shot and then be very soft and sweet with him I'm going to do the same thing with you MJ on Twitter wants me to play word association with you and has given us some words okay. are you ready yeah and it's one answer? word answers right you know the answer to that okay the answer is maybe I mean if you have a real if like the first thing is two words you know what's going to happen okay I'll put some dashes in there Thanksgiving. Turkey. Fiddle. Roof. Zoe de Chanel. Zooey. Walnuts. Eh. <laughs> Little Red Riding Hood. Story. Josh Wiggler. Nice. Black Friday. Sale. 32 fans. Number one, baby. <laughs> You're not being quick enough. New girl. Old guy. Lamorne Morris. Winston. Puya. Uh, younger than you. <laughs> okay. I added a lot to MJ's list, but you you got to be fast and loose with it, man. I'm I, I'm sorry. Maybe it's maybe there's a delay in the in you, the headphones. That's not a delay. You think I can hear you thinking? What? Because it's All three right. ten a.m. for me. I'm a little slow <laughs> on my feet. Ask me to do a freaking uh, memory game now. It won't go well. This is the uh, beauty of being the host of the podcast who has to get the questions is that that's it. There's none for me and we move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What, what was happening with the Detroit lions thing here where he's like, Oh, don't they play every Thanksgiving? I thought that was a Cowboys thing. Am I crazy? No, the lions and the Cowboys. It's the lions first and uh, the Cowboys the lions. always both of them. Okay. So Genslinger years. knows more about football than I do. 
I mean, he thought they were the Des Moines Lions, so he probably knows less. <laughs> it's a tie. I mean, that's like almost sad to to like. It's okay to not know the name of every team, but don't guess them. Um, I did think it was strange uh, that Nick and Paul had such tension. I don't know. I mean, do you think it's sufficient? that Paul was being annoying while he was trying to watch the game, that Nick would have this much, like, animosity towards him? Like, did you feel like that was real? Or was, like, Paul was saying, like, oh, do you have something with Nick? Did you date previously? Was there more there than just Paul being annoying for Nick? I think it's. I, I think he was going to hate whoever comes into the spot because of what we saw last week with him and Jess. So it's clearly relationship-based. Can I ask you a question, actually? Sure. With the Moines lines, I was just thinking, and this is not a, a gatekeeping test. I'm just curious since you tested mm-hmm. me. If I said the names... Of any of the 32 NFL teams, you do you know their cities or no? Let's try it. Panthers. Oh, Carolina. Jaguars. Jacksonville. Do you know that from the Good Place? I feel like they used uh, they were the least uh, famous uh, team, and now they became more famous. I think I knew that regardless, but I you know who can say? Sure, Seahawks. Seattle. Raiders. Um, wait. I want to say like Los Angeles, but that's not right. They is used, that right? Well, they used to be in Los Angeles. Okay, hold on. This is a trick question. Are they no longer in the league? Did they get renamed? No. Well, they were Oakland for many years. They were L.A., then Oakland, but they just moved to Vegas this year. But they have... They just oh, played, the Oakland they're playing Raiders. right I now. I would never have known Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, I would have never not. known Vegas. Uh, Cardinals. And this is the last one. Um. Well, I know... I'm thinking of baseball with St. Louis. Yeah. So that's not right. There's two Cardinals. Okay, so let me think. Um... I, I know this. There's no way now. Gunslinger could do this, though. The point is that you know more about football than him. Um. Well, I definitely knew the Lions, but I lived in Michigan for a number of years. That's true. Don't don't tell Top me. School, I, know, I know. I know Cardinals. Let's get back to it later. Okay. Fine. Um. But okay. So, uh, IMDb has a fact check on this episode. Not a lot of behind the scenes new girl action I can find, mm-hmm. but this was pretty funny. The guys claim to be watching a Detroit Lions game. But when the TV is shown, it is clearly a University of Oklahoma game. Did you clock this, Keeve? Can you verify? I, I didn't see what was on TV. There was a lot going on in the room when I was watching the beginning of the episode. But uh, it's I'm sure it's a rights thing. Like, they didn't have – which just doesn't make sense because the Lions are, are on uh, – Lions are a Fox team. But maybe the NFL footage costs money and college doesn't. So that could have been it. It could be that this is wrong, but I didn't – No, I'm sure it's right. It's too specific funny. to be wrong. I'm sure it's right. It's, I'm sure it's a rights thing. Um, all right. So let's talk about CeCe and Schmidt a little bit. I didn't separate this out because I kind of thought while there are sort of two stories going on that this was primarily an ensemble episode again mm-hmm. like Absolutely. last week. Uh, so break down CeCe and Schmidt for me. They're sort of kitchen tension. I like the CeCe and Schmidt relationship. It's a little weird. She's so aggressive with him here. She CeCe decides she likes him. She really plays to the... Schmidt has OCD. I'm going to bother him about that, which is also like a, a strange move, right? It's like I'm going to really upset him and I'm going to like neg him into liking me, which if you're CC, like there's no path that doesn't end in victory probably with most guys. But uh, it was it's still an interesting choice. I don't think the point was like I'm going to neg him into liking me. She knows Schmidt likes her. Yeah, I know. That's but it's clear. like I'm just going to annoy him and like to be cute. Mm, I think it's more like she thinks it's hot when he yells at her. OK, fine. I, no, I, I mean, I think that's like... No, clear. you're probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> I didn't think that was even up for debate. Um, uh, by the way, great line when they're going out also. they uh, When when Paul's going to go drive and then he realizes he's had two drinks. 
And then they. Oh, that this is like one of the funniest parts of New Girl ever. I'm happy for you to be here. Like, shoot, I've had two pumpkin ales. I can't get behind the wheel of a car. And then Nick, who's been drinking literally all day, Mm -hmm. is like, I've had no pumpkin. Zero pumpkin pumpkin ales. How many pumpkin ales have you had in your life? I think none. I don't think I've had pumpkin flavored beer. I would be up for it, but I don't think I've had it. So should we do a seasonal beer tournament? I don't know if we have to do a tournament, but I think maybe on our Thanksgiving episode, we could each have a pumpkin ale or two instead so of zero. I have pumpkin ale, not ale, but pumpkin beer in my fridge mm-hmm. from last October. I thought I you were going to say from our, our from our beer tournament. No, no. I bought it when I just like was like, oh, I guess I'll get some pumpkin. So beer. it has moved houses with you this one year. It has moved with me. <laughs> I opened one of them for this occasion it was disgusting. I threw it away. <laughs> was it spoiled or just in general? You're not a pumpkin mm, beer fan. No, no, no. I had three of them. I had a six pack, so I I liked them enough. And they just um, went bad. I don't know that they were even bad or if mentally I thought it was bad. Maybe you weren't ready beer. for it. Maybe September is not the time to be having pumpkin ales. I've been lighting fall candles and I have Halloween decorations, baby. I am so basic. ready for it. <laughs> I am basic. Thank you. But yeah, so I have had zero pumpkin ales in advance of this podcast mm-hmm. when I would have liked to have one pumpkin ale. Yes, I would like to have one. If you were, if someone reminds us, we can each have one while we record. You could hear me drunk on a podcast, which rarely happens. Uh, if, Benji Holder says, Keith, what are your thoughts on pumpkin ale? You're famously a beer guy. <laughs> Famous, um, I, like I said, I've never had it. Uh, I think it would be kosher. Most beers are kosher, one of the nice things. Do you want me to check my pumpkin nail? If it had, no, uh, it doesn't even need necessarily to have, like, as long as there's no funky ingredients, it's fine, the beer. I'll go grab, I'll grab it. You riff a little and I'll, I won't hear what you say. Okay. So Allie's going to be looking for a kosher certification on the beer, which is usually, for those of you who are curious, like how to find kosher certification, you have a coworker, a friend, a neighbor, um, you're trying to date a Jewish person. And so it's an OU. There's a big circle O over the U. That's the <laughs> I've most. I've been back. I just wanted to hear what the, the heck most you were common, about. Uh, uh, you know, kosher certification. That's what you went with you to talk about. I was explaining what you're looking for. I have a U in a circle. Yeah, OU. OU. You don't know the this OU. This is a a blue moon harvest pumpkin. You make wheat. fun of me, Brewers. and you could have used the lesson. It sounds like Brewers Select. Mm-hmm. All right, you can have this, Keeve. Orthodox Union. You save it for me for next time I'm in New York, which will probably be two years since I'm So you're going to have down. a three, four-year-old pumpkin ale? Yeah, sure. Do you have carpet? <laughs> no. All right, so then if I throw up, it's just on wood floor. Uh. <laughs> That's what you were thinking about. <laughs> All right, can't wait for that in 2025. Um, regardless, this was a sort of a weird interaction. I thought a little forced on Jess's part, like, Okay, Nick doesn't like Genslinger, but he's, like, tolerating him. Why does he have to go? Why would you send this guy with your roommate who doesn't like him to get walnuts from the store? This was very bizarre. Yeah, it's it's a little strange. It's like putting the, yeah, putting the, the best offender on, on, the, on the worst. Th- like, it doesn't make any sense to me why this duo is going out. But I guess, like, I mean, it's explained why, but why does he have to go with Nick, right? Why can't Nick go no, himself? No, he was just, just suggested as, like, Nick will drive you. How many pumpkin ales have you had, Nick? And, like... This is perfect. You can get to know each other. Again, it's sort of not really explained why Jess cares so much. It's Nick a lot about, about this. your friends wanting. It would be like me and me saying to you and Mary, like, oh, you guys should hang out. Like, you'd like each other. It's like it's easier if your friends like each other. So people always try and get their friends to like each other. And a lot of times it doesn't work. You mean your significant other and your friend to like each other? Well, your wife is, is a friend. You don't think you're going to be one day friends with your husband? I bet you will. 
<laughs> be your best friend. Hopefully. Okay. Um, we skipped the part that I thought you were going to be irate about. I almost didn't put in my notes because I thought you were going to lose your mind. What part? When when Genslinger is the guest here, grabs the remote and flips it to the parade. I know you don't like someone touching your remote, mm-hmm. but much less during Thanksgiving football. Yeah, no, I I, I, so I didn't put that in my notes. It's true. It's the worst thing you could do in somebody's house. I do think, like, I'm not the alpha in 99% of the situations in the world. <laughs> oh, you don't say. But I do think, like, if there's a group of people and we have, like, if it's somebody's house, it's their house. But I do think like I'm gonna get the keys to the remote. I think I'm the best at, ter- at the changing keys the channels. To the remote. Like I, I think I'm. That's that's the job I've been working for my whole life. To, All right. to I mean, be the remote guy. I don't disagree with you. I, I, I this to me was blasphemous, mm-hmm. and I think only because I was watching with an eye towards talking to you about the episode after that I was like, oh, Keeve's gonna lose his mind that he did this. Yeah. No. It is. It is very upsetting. It's it's a deal breaker for a lot of people. And it's out of character completely. He's not like, oh, let me come in. This is my house now, baby. He's like trying to be polite. He doesn't bring a gift. That's pretty unimpressive, actually. He brings his violin. I, I, oh, yeah. The gift of his voice. That's even worse. <laughs> let let the music. audience know that the Lash would, would show up with four gifts here. The Lash? Me? You. You would come with at least with multiple things. Plus, you would have baked like a side dish. Oh, yeah. Well, I had a Friendsgiving in law school. I signed up to make stuffing. I made stuffing. And then my boyfriend at the time signed up for nothing. But because he was from Kentucky, the host signed him up for a bourbon pecan pie. Guess who made that? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> but but the point is, like, you would never come empty handed. Of course not. And and I, I tried to bring cookies. I tried so desperately to bring something to Chester's house when I was there. Mm-hmm. And I failed because my kosher bakery wasn't kosher enough. It, but the point is, the point is, like, it's kind of like this guy now doesn't bring a gift. He was raised poorly. That's all I'm saying about Gensling. He was raised poorly. <laughs> all I'm saying is his parents are garbage. His parents That's messed up. They're not garbage. Like my, I think my parents are good. They still mess, made something? a lot of mistakes with me. Now, <laughs> now that I'm like a classy guy in my mid thirties, <laughs> um, I would. Like I know people like you. Like all right, f- I sort of get the message. There was a time in my life where it's like, well, what I'm, do you mean people like me? Like you know, you said like bring something. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a good point. You should bring something when you go somewhere. But oh, I, like to Chester's. We're thinking of the no, same not example. to my friend's house. Like. But my whole life, I thought, like, I, I alone was enough. Like, my presence will make the thing better. And, like, they don't need me to bring anything. That's very masculine. Mm-hmm. But, no, now I've, I've changed my tune. And I would bring a violin also. I would love to see you bring a violin. <laughs> I think I'm the least musical guy. Like, I think if the world depended on, like, the cure to this pandemic was, like, me <laughs> learning how to play one song on the piano or guitar, forget it. Like 2025 would be you, optimistic. I could teach you Yankee Doodle. I'm unteachable. Like, uh, there's nah, no you way. You could get there. Your I'm, memorization is not strong, but we could get you there. For the sake of humanity, mm-hmm. we could get you there. Uh, yeah, I'm very not musical. But anyway, um, all right. So bring a gift. Uh, I, I'm assuming we're never going to meet Genslinger parents. I think that's safe to say. I, do you, uh, don't ask me. Are you okay. predicting I'm we predicting we never meet Genslinger's parents. Because that would mean there's a lot of Justin Long... I almost think, like, if he's in enough of this, he would be known for New Girl. It's, like, not at the top of his wiki bio. All right. I want to set an over-under how many episodes do you think he's in. It well, the fact that you're asking means it's over no, one No, it and could be. No, well, you were just saying I'm assuming he's not known for New Girl. Well, they don't break up at the end of this episode at all. So it would be very crazy for 
this to be it. So I want to say it's. But a, he is big celebrity casting. Yes, so but like, you could, but you could still afford three episodes of long. It's not like, it's not like you got George Clooney and you have him for. So an where hour. would you set the over under? Or three, do you want me to set three. the over under? I'm going to say he's going to be in a three episode arc. All, I guess like, I should right have now. said it, and then you have to guess the over under. So if I set it at three, <laughs> what are you putting the episode? Well, you should over put under. it at three and a half, uh, Alley Bookmaker. No, I'm putting it three. Well, then I'll take the over because I could push also at three. That's why you do a half number. <laughs> oh, is that how that works? Yes. I yeah, thought yeah, sure. you don't get anything at three. Okay, I'll put it at three and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then I'm going under. So you take the under. Yes. Under. Okay. But I, that's that a tricky boring. bet. That's why three and a half is a good. Three is great. <laughs> you go over because I think three and then you win. Three and a half is a tricky number. They call it, you know. That's All tough. right. Time will tell for your boy, Keeve. Mm-hmm. Um. Back at the loft, outside of the weird conversation with Nick and uh, Genslinger in the car, the turkey is now on fire. And I forget, this is where the jar moment happens. I didn't write it down. I just wrote jar question mark. I forget. Schmidt says something. It's like, who would have thought we, like a girl would be in the house? We had no fires before. And something he says is jar. I'm sorry. I failed you, the audience. No, I thought the jar is, is when where... they're trying to stuff the turkey into the oven. And he's like, doesn't he? No, but then remember how we both said there's a second random jar? Oh, after the fire. It's yeah. here. I, it's I almost here. think it was like cut out. I, I literally almost think yeah. like we, we didn't hear the five seconds before that. Maybe syndication. They lost it or something. It doesn't make any sense. Me again. Um, so basically Schmidt rescues the turkey that's burned in the dryer from a puff of smoke he rips his shirt off in doing so and does sort of like a rock and roll knee slide and holds the turkey in a dramatic fashion um and nick says jar i think it warranted a jar maybe there was a line cut but uh we we apologize for saying it was an undeserved jar but the plan is the boys are leaving. They can't get the smoke out. Genslinger does this impassioned appeal, which I keep calling him Genslinger. It's just so great when it's like, he's like, what's your name again? I want to eat the food you've been cooking all day. What's what's the, what's your name again? Schmidt. It's my last name. Well, my last name is Genslinger. I just love that. It's like he says nothing. Yeah. But it works. It rallies the troops. Uh, yeah. The, the last name when your name is Genslinger. I guess it's like a memorable enough last name and Paul is sort of forgettable. So I, I guess if you're, my name was Paul Genslinger, I'd go by Genslinger. But it's just so much longer. Yeah, but I'm I like it took me so long to get from Wieneker to Kiev or Akiva. You were Wieneker for a long time? I, I think, yeah, I think when you're like a... That's tough. That's tough. Yeah, well, and also you call me Wieneker, which is very nice and most people do. But really, my last name is Wieneker. I will never say Winnegar again. Well, how are you going to introduce me on this podcast? Uh, Wienerker. You want me to say Wienerker? No, I want you to say Wienerker. I want people to make... When I would never... Here's a little tidbit. Maybe I've said this before. That when I was a teacher, I would would not write my full name on any documents I'd give to the kids because then they'd see the Wiener and then I would be like, Hey, Wiener, you know, Mr. Wienerker. So I was just like, Mr. Wienerker... Uh, but on papers, I wrote Mr. W. This is like when uh, Will Simon asked a question to the Challenger Hap Up for the first time ever, decades ago now, mm-hmm. six years ago. And I was like, I'm going to be mature. I'm just going to be like, Will Seaman asked, because I actually went to school with someone whose last name was Seaman. And he wrote to me specifically and was like, it's not Seaman, it's Simon. And I was like, 
come on. I was like so ready to just confront this and I was wrong about it. So here I'm bearing it. I'm happy to say Wienerker for you, Akiva. No, I don't. I, I'm the rare person who wants people to mispronounce my last name. I will never correct them. All right. Well, fine. So much for maturity. Mm-hmm. We're not a classy podcast. No. No, we're not. We don't watch. We don't watch Kick-Ass 2 and, and yell about McLovin. All right, so they go to Jess's neighbor's apartment. She's like, oh, suddenly, because now Genslinger's made the speech, I remember that my neighbor gave me a key and we can go eat in there. Uh, Matt Stewart says, how did the overhearing a conversation TV trope work here? Can you set this up, Akiva? Um, okay, by, by the way, do you? I'm, obviously none of your neighbors have your key, I'm going to guess. But do you know the name of any of the na- your neighbors in your, in your Manhattan building? I could do a lineup of two people... And wouldn't know who's my next door neighbor. Okay, yeah, I mean that's Manhattan for you for the most part. Like the people don't really know their next door neighbors. Um. Okay. So how does it work? Yes. Uh. N- they all go into the old lady's apartment to get Thanksgiving ready, and Jess asks Nick to stay behind, and they have a very loud conversation. Very screaming. Jess is screaming clearly the whole time. She has to know that they can hear her. Um. But uh. You know. It's it. This is. For better or worse, this is the highlight of the episode, right? This is probably what everyone remembers from this episode. I mean, what's weird to me about it is, like, later we're supposed to believe that Jess and Cece are having a private conversation in, like, the dining room area, which is still a loft setup. There's no walls between the kitchen and the living room. And Schmidt, neither Schmidt nor Genslinger can hear their conversation there. But we're supposed to be able to hear them outside of the apartment. The sitcom rule is generally if you don't want people to hear you, they don't hear you with the rare well, exception that, of ye- with the rare exception of yelling at the top of your lungs. Um, I just the give me that hat line. I die. So if anyone's not watching New Girl, Jess is like, yeah, I do want to have sex with him. Like and all these different bear attack and half up and half down. And she's like, and give me that hat. And then later Schmidt's like, I've done. Give me that hat. Only for me, it was like. Here, here, take my hat. <laughs> I just that to me is the line I remember, it, not this like faux pas. It is funny be also because she is, like we said, like pretty innocent so far in the show. So she's just like naming stuff, but it's like stuff she's heard of, sort of. The wiggly one, the, the bear attack, the claws, the what's for lunch. Uh, what's the, lunch? the figure skaters one, she does not she does not specify if it's ice dancing or pears. <laughs> the big Olympics guy over here. Yeah. The uh, best part of this, though, is when she says, give me that hat, they cut to Schmidt, and he looks at Gensling, and he's like, yeah! Yeah, you're like, in. Like, no, that was very good. funny. It's funny because, like, you have to be, pr- you know, like, Nick is, you know, would, would be would be horrified here, or, or you know, Winston's probably indifferent, but Schmidt's being a good bro here. He's like, all right, you're, you're going to have a good time today. <laughs> but Cece is really the question. Why is Cece not running to the door? So there's, like, Terrible five friend. minutes... Of, of CC of just embarrassing herself and then Schmidt ulti- I'm sorry Winston ultimately comes to the door and is like uh Jess uh we all love Paul and we can hear everything you're saying it's very sitcom but put it this way um if if Allie's random generated you know one of your better friends you're outside yelling something in, you know that you would never ever in your wildest dreams want someone to hear and they just listen the whole time and don't like come out and tackle you Detroit Lion style, Des Moines Lion style. You're probably going to blame them and be mad at them afterwards and never speak to them again. Mm, this would be a, a big problem for you or anybody, you not specifically you. How frequently I am loud and embarrassing. It is true. 
this to me, this conversation honestly wouldn't even embarrass me. I actually think this was played really well. I think most people would probably have a problem. But the fact that this resolves by Cece just basically being like, look, a normal guy would have left a long time ago. Like, he's clearly into you, and she just shakes it off. Like, that actually, to me, is very true to how this would happen in my life. Yeah, but you're not Jess. Like, Jess is much more, much quieter generally. You and... said if it were me and my good friend does Well, fine, this. so I didn't, but I meant, like, the royal, per- so you're maybe a bad example you here. You assume that I have friends to spare. And no, I that's not, not what I mean, <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying, like, I, well, so you're a bad example, but I think the average person here might be embarrassed. Uh, you're louder than the average bear. That's true. Or lion. Um, but the CC says the craziest thing ever. She's like, no, like why? She she said most normal guys would have le- left. So a normal guy's gonna hear like their their first on a first date like this lady like ranking twenty different positions and is gonna leave. No guy on earth has would have ever left here. A hundred out of a hundred guys are staying here. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, but, but to me, it's not an indication that he likes her, like, which I think is sort of the com- right. conversation. Oh, no, for like, sure I've not. I've blown it. Yeah. I've blown it. And he's like, oh, no, he like clearly is into you. He stayed. And to me, some guys might just stay to see what happens, not even in a sexual way, but just like, this absolutely crazy. And I have no other. Oh, plans. yeah. This is like, this is this is get your popcorn out. Like this could be in, like this whole night. Put could your be wild. popcorn in the dryer. Put your popcorn Let's in the dryer. See what happens. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, to answer Matt Stewart's question, I thought this was funny. Like, if if not unbelievable, funny. If unbelievable. It so seems funny. like they have one of these every few episodes where they just come up with, like, the writers just come up with, like, a million names for one thing. And it's very goofy. And they spent, like, the whole morning in the writer's room doing this. Yeah. It works for me. Give me that hat. <laughs> or for me, it was more like, here, take my hat. Uh, I also love that Schmidt takes that seriously. Like, that's what's funny about that joke to me is, like, while everyone's, like, feeling bad for Jess and dealing with it, Schmidt is only thinking about, like, have I done everything she's mentioned? Mm-hmm. Like, that is He's so a deviant, Schmidt. Well. Schmidt's growing on me, I have to say. I didn't like him You'll the first love episode. Schmidt. Yeah. I don't even have patience for the time where you think you don't love Schmidt. No, I do. He's growing on me for sure. Southpaw Swede says, uh, in, re- in respect to Jess's cover story that they were rehearsing a play called Big Time, mm-hmm. Southpaw Swede says, do you think the play Big Time would be a success? <laughs> Are they, I mean, it could be one of these like off, off Broadway and they're like acting some of this stuff out, but it's like for like creeps only basically. I like- mean, I know I would love to see a like two men in a love story. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, where one screams to another character about wanting to do the give me that hat to the other. <laughs> I'm here for it. Yeah, I know, for sure. It's like it, how the whole play is just a conversation on two sides of the uh, of the door. And, like, they're having one, and they're just overhearing and, like, guessing what they're speculating, speculating what they're talking about. That's Did the whole play. Did we just beat the the accepted off-season podcast? Are we going to pr- produce Give Me That yes, Hat? Yes, Give Me That Hat. Podcast? Give Me That Hat, the podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry, big time. It big is time. coming. We will have, uh, I got to call up, shut up, Tim and Lindsay Wilson. They're going to put it together <laughs> for me um, for free. I'm excited. All right, let's move on. So Sh- Cece again says, like, confesses to Jess, I'm into Schmidt. Tries again to get him to uh, yell at her. I love the did you touch his whisk line. That that made me laugh. And basically CC fails is sort of the end, the wrap up of their B story. It's not even a B story. It's more like a, a W story. It's like very far down the list of storylines here for this episode. But uh, are very minor in comparison to the Genslinger plot. Um, but basically 
Schmidt is a nice guy and is apologizing. He's like, I'll never yell at you again. And Cece is trying with pudding, with mashed potatoes, with everything in her power to get him to yell at her. Kind of a weak, a weak story for yeah. me. Yeah. By the way, all the food in this episode looks completely unappetizing. The pudding was disgusting. Disgusting. Repulsive. Absolutely The disgusting. Thanksgiving table, like dinner, like, okay, the turkey is, is fake, but it looks fine. They shined it up actually nicely. But then, like, the two side dishes we see are gross. They're, like, one is, like, salad Get salad out of the freaking Thanksgiving. Like, no <laughs> greens on a Thanksgiving table. It's an orange holiday. Are you uh, also an, 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 an MG? What's an MG? An, a no mayo guy? No, I like mayo. See, oh, that actually just disturbed me that you said that. But to me, the pudding. Are you a no mayo gal? Oh, I despise. I don't even want to talk about it. Wow. See, I like uh, this podcast. I learned important things. Like you have bad opinions about mayo. I know it's become popular. It's no surprise to me. It was more surprising to me that you wouldn't like mayo. You seem like a big MG. But Mm -hmm. um, your your distaste for the pudding. To me, the pudding was no. It looked no. It it wasn't even mayo. It was it was repulsive, and it was like bad job by the mayo. But it was like the way. That's how I view mayo. Exactly in that moment. I'd rather eat plain mayo than that than whatever that. Okay, I want to die right now. Do you like pudding though? I would eat pudding, I guess, but mm-hmm. white, like white chocolate pudding or vanilla pudding, whatever that was, mm-hmm. would really be hard for me. White vanilla pudding, which I think is like actually a very underrated food. You're saying you don't like? Okay. I mean, I would eat a snack pack. I wouldn't buy. I wouldn't invest in. Like, well, my all kids of were eating it today. I really, I was think, I was about to say like I haven't seen pudding in a while, but my kids were. Which having kid pudding is today. eating a snack pack? But all four kids eat a snack. pack? No, the three year old was eating pudding. Okay, <laughs> you said my kids were eating. No, pudding. the fourteen year old was probably not walking around with pudding that's probably on the floor now. <laughs> Okay, I don't know why I find that funny. Um, all right, what else we have? We have some other stuff. Oh, oh uh, we, didn't, we didn't mention the dead body, really. Well, we're not there yet. Okay. To me, Genslinger confronting Nick. What was up with that? You think it's out of character already? Well, what the hell? Like, first of all, he changes the remote. Then he comes. He's supposed to be this nice teacher guy. He comes over and he's like, hey, Nick, I don't know what your problem is. Like, what has Nick done that's so bad to Genslinger? He hasn't been super friendly. He hasn't asked to tune his violin. Like, why all of a sudden is Genslinger going to be like, you will never dislike me more than you hate yourself. Yeah, that's that pretty, is unbelievable. So aggressive. Like, you, if, 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 uh, how about this? We'll do hypothetical alley again, okay? Sure. You have a guy come over for the first time. You're into him, but before Wiggly one happens, you can't s- relate. You say, you say, um, he, uh, you say. Uh, this the- is so inappropriate for you to say to me. I know. I okay. know you don't like the dad daughter. I know. Co- All right, co- fine. Comparison, okay. but I'm disturbed. Do you want to cut this out? No, keep going. Keep no, going. forget it. Now I'm. Now you've no, made me so conscious. No, keep going. Cut keep, out the whole going. podcast. <laughs> I, I, do you think it was bad? No. <laughs> that was hesitant. You hesitated. No, but you're making me feel uncomfortable. Now you have to cut this. <laughs> okay, well, you'll never dislike me more than you hate yourself. <laughs> can I try? Can I take right, that again? So can ahead. I take that again? Can I take that again? Yeah, take it again. Okay. So <laughs> let's play hypothetical alley, okay? I'm leaving the whole thing in. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, uh, hypothetical, hypothetical alley. Um, you, you have a guy come over and he start, and you live with three guys. This is very specific. Okay, that's actually that could happen. Okay, sure. And then he and then he like immediately starts attacking this person's like, what the hell do you have wrong with me? Like you, whatever, whatever's wrong with you, it's internal. It's your problems, and you hate yourself. Like you're kicking this guy out if you care about yeah, the guy a little bit. Yeah, these guys are freak. Freak, this you're kicking him out. You're you're freak. losing his number. 
If well, I'm not. You know, it takes a lot. For yeah, that's true. That's summer, true. But- <laughs> oh no, there's many angry texts later. But you are kicking him out then to be a good friend. <laughs> but, but he's not hanging at my Thanksgiving when my roommate he's just said hates himself. Yeah, no, that's Even crazy. If it's true. Thanksgiving is it not really a day. Crazy. Yeah, this, and this is not like first date material. Uh, Penzinger, Gunzinger, whatever his name is. <laughs> It's late. <laughs> but even but even if like that was normal, like I don't think there's anything Nick could have done that would have justified that. Mm-hmm. But like certainly nothing Nick had done had justified that. No, no. It, you, like Paul is in the mind of the audience at this point, which would make more sense. Like Nick hasn't outwardly done enough for this i agree like it doesn't it doesn't totally add up that he's i don't even think him. he's in the mind of the audience like to me to be like you'll never dislike me as much as you hate yourself right i guess like, that's true hell? yeah that that's that's even beyond what what we're thinking at home i agree that's crazy maybe he's in the mind of the audience when he goes to jess and said is there anything between you but i would also say this guy's getting bounced when he asks me if there's anything between me and my roommate yeah that's true maybe also. it's fair in this context mm-hmm. but it's like you're here for one day yeah and it's not even clear that it's a date, right? Like, but I've it's a coworker. It's a little different. Like, maybe they Sorry? are better friends than we know because it is a coworker. Well, we've seen them interact, and he didn't know that she had broken up with her boyfriend. Like, they knew each other enough to know that he knew that she was dating someone, but not well enough to know that they broke up. They seem to be pretty close. Maybe it's his work wife. I know That's you don't a, like that word. I was going to say, there's no way it's his work wife. She, he didn't know that she broke up with her boyfriend. And yeah, then moved to true. a new apartment. Right. I guess if the work wife people. would be hearing about it the next day. The work wife yeah. would know all about the breakup. That is true. That's a fair point. Yeah. This guy sucks. I, you can't. You, but maybe <laughs> he's really plastered. He had like four more pumpkin ales or something. Because that's the only excuse for his awful behavior. I'm, this guy's lo- moving down my boyfriend rankings as the podcast goes on. I did think it was cute, though, when he says, like, I want to see you again, big time. Like, I think what he ultimately, the way he handles him and Chess is cute. And then Winston does kind of school Nick a little and say, like, Nick's like, oh, you even like this guy? He's like, yeah, I mean, he's sweet. He asked me my grandfather's name. You've never asked me that. Yeah. Which you brought up earlier. Mm -hmm. Unless I cut that part out. I don't know. No, you probably didn't. (laughs) All right. Let's get to the dead body part. I mean, take us through this, Akiva. Yeah. So, uh. So who who is it who finds oh so Paul walks into the you know towards the bathroom and he screams dead body and you immediately realize oh the the old lady is not as Jess implied at her niece's house or wherever she is in fact dead on the toilet which doesn't make sense the the next the line where Jess says she died doing what she loved like it was she wasn't making Thanksgiving dinner that that the, it's a setup for a joke like they let for uh, you know us to be let known. That she was on the toilet, but like, what is Jess saying? That makes no sense. Can I say my first thought, ge- my genuine first thought, but you're going to be mad? Mm-hmm. I would maybe say that about you <laughs> if you died on the toilet. As a joke, maybe. Meh. Okay. What else do you even like doing? Yeah. All right. I'm not mad. But um, <laughs> the, the, yeah, but Wait, it's I like, love- it's, it's weird because like, you're never going to see the dead body. It's played like very, like. Do you pass- want to see no, the dead body? No, of course body? not. You don't want to see the dead body. But it's a little strange, and then, uh, you know, I feel bad for this lady. How long do you think she's been dead uh, for? Unclear, but I love Schmidt being like, oh, Mrs. Beverly from the mailroom or whatever. Shouldn't it have, like, smelled worse if if she had been dead for a few days? So maybe she's fresh. Maybe she just died. I don't even like talking about this. Yeah. I mean, she's a fake person. It's literally not even a person. I do love Paul, like, being uh, having been traumatized 
but like these four i get it's different when you've seen them like shock value whereas the four people ran over like expecting to see someone dead but that should still be traumatizing Mm -hmm. like they're acting like this is just a day in the life of apartment 4d they wrap him in like you know a, a trauma blanket Send him out. Schmidt's like, if you want to come, we're going to get a new dryer later. Genslinger. Like that to me, the the exit as though everything's totally normal. Mm-hmm. While Genslinger gets shoved into the elevator with the dead <laughs> body funny. on the gurney. That's funny. I loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very ho-hum. Just another day. Next door neighbor dead. Not investigated at all. Maybe for little B&E. Right. Breaking and entering into this apartment. Well, they had a key. They did have a key, but still. It's a little, you know, they'd get questioned at least for a few minutes. I did think that like you're in the apartment. A woman is dead. You're not just like going home to your apartment while she gets carried out. Probably not. not. Happening. No, a uh, cop's at least going to come talk to you. All right. So they're at Best Buy. We've already established our Black Friday feelings. Mm-hmm. Whereas Paul Winston calls up. it Friday. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's a joke at the beginning of the episode. They say, oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. He, they say, I thought you were getting edgy. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not edgy. <laughs> I was stunned. It's literally a joke from the podcast. He said, oh, I ah, call it Friday. Not from the podcast, from the television show. Yeah, it's a joke from the beginning. Of the, it's the very beginning of the episode. <laughs> okay, I'll have to go yeah, back. I thought you've seen the show 20 times. I guess I know better Well, I that. missed some things. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, Paul shows up again with his violin, unclear why. He's got turkey subs, which I think is a nice gesture. He finally comes with a gift. And uh, the line freaks out. Benji Holder says, what's your position on cutting in line? Overreactor, no. Akiva, can I guess your position? Sure, please guess. See, I'm torn. I'm because all you have big Jewish mother energy of like, you'd lose your mind. But I actually am more compelled to think that there is nothing you'd be waiting for in that line that you'd like care enough if mm-hmm. someone True. came in or True. maybe you'd be a little perturbed, but you would never say anything. I'm not confrontational. Had, I'm not, especially yeah, a you've line had like Jewish, this. You've had Jewish women your whole life mm-hmm. to fight this battle for you. True. I'm not confrontational. I'm not starting this battle, but I'm also never cutting. I'd be very uncomfortable to even right. jump no, in this no, line. No, 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 certainly not. Would you jump in the line? No. And that's also me and my dad would never like a safe spot. I would never come in like this. Mm-hmm. And my mom would be like, you're crazy. You're crazy. Yeah. And we'd Let's be like, in see you in an hour when we're in the front of the line. Totally. And she's probably much happier. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> measurably. Yeah. I've never been happy. Yeah. Anyone, Maybe in college. <laughs> yeah. Anyone, anyone who's happy is a freak. All right. This is a sweet moment for Nick. Again, we get an opportunity for Nick to sort of save the day despite being the curmudgeon where, you know, He's like, no, he was saving my spot. It's non-cutting. It's fair tradesy, as this loser in line says. And then they all, in unison, go to the back of the line together. Yeah, it's cute. Very, very like, sappy sitcom-y. And then Schmidt says it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better, meaning Jess and Genslinger. And this is when I wanted to ask you, will it? Do you think we'll see him? We already answered that, but let's put... Genslinger officially into the Jess's boyfriend rankings. Obviously, we're loose with the term boyfriend, but we've ranked basically every romantic, real or fake interest with Jess. So where first we have some old business because you've messed up. You've not kept track of. No, I kept track. Your rankings are what we didn't really want to put Nick in. Honestly, Nick. No, we did put Nick in. You unofficial. No, we put Nick in on Nick as a pretend boyfriend. We did put. Okay, so I have Spencer, Nick, Peter, and then you have. Peter over Spencer, but who? where was Nick in there? 
So you don't have mine. I don't have your Nick rankings, but it doesn't matter because I think Nick is. Gonna- I put Nick. I think I fought for Nick in the middle because uh, because if they were really dating and he ditched her for his ex girlfriend like that and played her out at a wedding, that that would be really bad. So Spencer's still the worst. Yeah, so I, I'm. I think I'm gonna put. I think I've changed that. I thought I fought originally for Spencer over Peter. All right, whatever. I'm putting Spencer, Nick to. I'm just deciding now, but I don't think this. Is no, what you I have Peter maybe. then Spencer. In terms of best, I'm putting worst at the bottom. Yeah, so worst is for you, Spencer, right now. Right. So I have Peter at the most tolerable, then Nick fake, and then Spencer is the worst. Okay. And I have the opposite. I have Spencer and Peter flip. But I'm going to put Paul number one. Even though You have I, Peter worse than Spencer. Yeah, I hated Peter. But I... I, I mm, this is not right, but let's move on. I don't like Paul, but I, I feel like he's a, he is with some... You could groom Paul into like being someone who you could take home to your mom. You know? He's, I mean, he's Paul salvageable. Is, Paul is obviously number one, and it's not close. Yeah. Paul is the first but guy I don't like him. I hate dated... Him. You don't have to dislike him, but like you would rather your daughter date Paul than any of the course, other guys. No question. So that's it's like not it's obvious. It's like he's number one and it's not. Close. He's barely above replacement level, though, but he just demolishes these absolute zeros. He's a nice guy. He's got a job. He likes her. He's he he's tolerates her quirks mm-hmm. like he's harmless. It boom. It's it's like not even close. Yeah, I'm with you, but I, I hope he's not number one by the end of the season. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Do you think he will be? Well, I don't know if we're going straight into Nick after this or or Schmidt or somebody. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> good. Good. No, there'll be some good guest stars or something. Someone will like. All right. I think we're done with this episode. I do think an hour and a half in that my idea was correct that we should have skipped New Girl altogether and just caught up on our old business that we had to talk about. Why? What else? What else did we miss? What do you mean? Is there anything else from outside? No, I, I'm saying now that we're done with the episode. Yeah. I do. I think this was a good episode. I think this was probably the best of the season, maybe second to last week. But yeah, last I liked last week's better. But this had some really funny jokes and stuff. All right. Is there sequester stuff we were supposed to talk about? Oh well, do we want to get to our five star review? Do uh, let do we have any more storylines to check in on? Do you think if if Paul stays around, do you think the Nick and Paul tension will continue as a storyline? Yes, uh, I, for sure. If we see Paul, it's within it's from the prism of like Nick, you know, the tr- love triangle. Do you think that any other uh, – I will say, though, that Nick does kind of seem happy for Jess when uh, Nick when Genslinger shows up. Like, they're all sort of happy for Jess in that moment. Well, Winston's well, – at the beginning, Winston's not because Winston is in particular nervous no, about – No, no, at the end. Oh, at the end. Sorry, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He shows yes. up at the, for He's Jess. growing on them a little bit. Listen, Nick is like – he likes Jess, but he's not like oh, head over heels in love with her right now that he like can't see her with another man. I don't think. Right, so I'm suggesting that maybe it's not just going to be from the prison. Okay, maybe I'm wrong, but I I think ultimately it will be. It'll all boil down back down to to Nick in some way. He'll be the reason for their demise, I think. Let's thank our five-star reviewers in case anybody wants to jump out before who knows what's about to happen. Uh, We smashed our 100 five-star review goals. We are at 119. Um, I did not check this over Rosh Hashanah, and so when I checked it on Sunday, I was... I clutched my chest. I was so wow. Do you have pearls? shocked by it. Mm-hmm. Just wow. Incredible. So thank you guys. Seriously, it really means a lot. Liam Moore, Kayla Hernandez, PT52, G Money in the Hizza, Lawyer Chick OO, RFM7846, Stacy Liana, L O Hell Emily, 
Uh, Caitlin587, KBreezy, Pat from OKC, Kenobi610, Emily098765, and MDJ171, and everyone who just left us a review without leaving a comment. Seriously, we thank you because I was like, Keeve, I didn't tell you this, but I would we we were at like 95 mm-hmm. a few days after the episode, and I was like, no one's listening to this. Like, I can't believe I set this goal for 100 and we're not going to hit it. And you were like, I didn't tell you that. I was just like, is anyone out there? And you were like, relax. And then we shot up to 119. Maybe you're right. Really- Maybe this is a Friday afternoon show. People are not like the die, die, diehards who are like consuming with their morning coffee Wednesday morning. Like, God bless them. But maybe we for the rank that. and file, this is a this is like a, a Friday night podcast or something. Whatever it is, if we're your Shabbos, if we're, <laughs> you know, we love it. We thank you. If you want to leave a review, you can go to anchor.fm slash newgirloldguy. Never forget, don't search us by new girl. You won't find us. Search us by old guy. Number one old number guy one podcast. podcast and old guy. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't have wished for anything better for us. I fully stand by the name and that we can be the number one old guy podcast. So thank you very much. Can I give you the results of the poll from the beginning of this episode? Oh, please. All right. So let me give you some of the... Uh, we got a lot of tweets about it. Um, okay. Uh, Ill Will. Will for America says, I've probably seen Natasha more things, but if I had to list 10,000 celebrities, I'd definitely list uh, Justin Long first. I See, I disagree. I've seen Justin Long in more things, but I'd probably list Natasha Leone if I'm listing a thousand celebrities before him. Brandon Spears says it's absolutely Natasha Leone, who's today still famous, but also at one point had the Hollywood starlet pre-TMZ gossip rag thing going. Humby says Leone is more famous now, but Justin Long's higher highs may have been higher than hers. That's interesting. Wow. She, she had a very, very successful show that she completely starred in. Russian doll. Yeah. Uh, Lita says Justin Long, his name is more recognizable, but more people would know Natasha Leon's face, which I think is a good point. I think Justin Long is a name you know more than his face. See, I think it's a good point, but I, I also think the reverse is true. Like, I think you know her face, but maybe not her name. Whereas if you show... Mm-hmm. So I agree with Lita, but I also think if you showed a thousand people Natasha Lone's face, they'd be like, oh, I know her orange is the new black, but maybe wouldn't come right. with the name. Right. But if you showed Russian doll is face, also like get the name. Well liked, but it's not incredibly popular, I don't think. Um, so maybe if... if it, Lita has sort of accidentally convinced me that if, if it's judged by... I'm showing a picture, and do you know their name, that Justin Long would have more hits. But anyway, all we asked is who's more famous, and Justin Long trounced sixty-two percent to thirty-eight with four a lot of votes. So your four hundred. Do you think that my Twitter following would have different outcomes? Probably, because sometimes I'll tweet a poll, and then my co-host Rob will will retweet it, and it'll be a different audience. Whereas my following is smaller, but generally are more like-minded to me. Whereas Rob has more. You mean men? Okay, so who is more famous? I'm saying Justin Long. No, you can't tweet this out now. We have 80% of the same followers. Uh, well, I have significantly more followers. Oh, my that, God. But. She's pulling that out right now. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us have hit our goal. Although, when you said who's going to get to whatever metric for 4,000 for me. Much closer, yeah. You were much closer to it when you said that. We, 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 how about this? When there is a gendered conversation at some point in the future... We will each tweet an identical poll, and we will see if the results are are very you know vary from my followers to your it's followers. It's funny that you think I'm not tweeting the poll out right now. No, that's okay, crazy but- because the same people have seen it. 
That's lame. Who Honestly, cares? yeah, nobody cares. Nobody. <laughs> oh, you care. think I'm uncool, Keith? No, lame. It's, I'm not cool enough for you, like Nick. Like eh, I'm not cool. But now it's enough. like. But now it's the three votes. Three votes in. A hundred percent have said Natasha Leon. <laughs> I, 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 if you could, I, I bet we have 50% of the same followers minimum. I, I, who cares? Let's move on. Okay. So, sure. um, do we want to, you know, I'm pissed because you and I did sequester. We set betting terms mm-hmm. on this podcast. Yes. You would think I did, you know, I thought to myself, should I tell Akiva, like, don't do sequester press, whatever that might be. Let's get the exclusive on our podcast. We talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then, lo and behold, you find a reason to talk about it on your other podcast. Eh, very what briefly. I didn't get into that. What could be the reason that you would talk about it on any other? I couldn't even get the exclusive here. Rob was curious. Rob was curious about my experience because we also. Well, then you tell him to listen to New Google oh, Guy if so he wants lame. more information. I listen. You would never say that to him. I would, would never say, say that, that to anybody. Me. Yes, uh, because we both came in fifth place. People were comparing our similar games. We didn't both. Oh, I thought you meant Rob. No, I listen. Like, I, no, please. You wish. Play again. Come in fifth place. Then I'll talk to you. We're in the fifth place club, <laughs> Rob and I. Um, but I did beat you, shockingly. You did beat me. Um, so I was a bigger threat. You well, listen. You, I, I guess I had built. A, you were, you were, you got votes during the time when the irrelevant people got votes. It is true. That was a little. That's not true. I Some still of the don't even remember who. I still don't even remember who who gave me those votes. That was, and you shouldn't say irrelevant. That's not nice. No, that was a joke. I was some of the biggest players in the game were on the wheel with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I that think was, votes. I would only say that because it was not true. Like the two biggest threats in you were on the wheel. But well, I guess the three biggest threats then. And then. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but uh, you. Yeah, I guess I just built a better relationship where the person decided like, hey, I've got to take out this person with my only <laughs> vote. Um, and I got I no, no, I made a mistake and I will do the only reflection on sequester that I'm willing to do because it ultimately was just really fun. And I have no great. We had a wonderful involved. time. It was really fun. We had a great time. Well, best possible outcome, I think, for us to last almost the whole game. Absolutely. Both of us together. You get to vote at the um, end. That's fun. And then uh, I did make a mistake. I, I I decided to lie and then was wishy-washy on my lie. I should have just been firm in my 100%. lie. 100%. Or, or not lie. And <laughs> but without getting too specific, like your lie should have been a little different. And then, and then. What do you mean? Say, well, well no, instead we, of saying that you have a vote. I mean, this is very specific. But instead of saying you had a vote. Because not you didn't ever vote. If you had said I have an idol, you probably could have played yeah, it off. Yeah, but I think that's I think. And that's then, by the way, and then I go home then because I think the goal was to split up to split up the RHP people. And then I didn't know this, but apparently people were talking about bringing us both to like having some alliance with us, but we weren't in the conversation. We never were in the conversation. People said it and then forgot to tell <laughs> us. Apparently, because that would <laughs> that would have been very helpful for their games. Possibly, I think no. I think it's not lying. I didn't shouldn't have threatened the guy who decided. I should have just said like. And he was very good. That guy had won before. I voted because I we had given him safety. Mm-hmm. I should have just been like I should have either just done what I did, which is been firm, and I did pitch that we vote for each other to be safe. And when Terrible he bid pitch. on that, I sh- I should have no, it was a joke, but I should have. I like when I play mafia to like say something that I would never say if I was mm-hmm. lying, and oh. then like, tell people why that shouldn't happen. Right. So like I did the part where I built trust by saying like oh let's vote for each other because mm-hmm. I would never say that if we didn't have vote. I know, but not and everyone knows sh- you. This person probably didn't know you. Well, wait, but then no, it's not about knowing me. It's like objectively it builds trust. Okay. Like oh, I clearly have a vote. Let's vote for each other sure. to be safe. I would never say that if I didn't. And instead, when he bit, I freaked out and left. What I should have said is no. You know what? We've worked really hard. 
we're not putting it to a wheel who we go with. Let's you and I decide right now who we go with. That would have been a realistic reason why I didn't want to vote for each other and would have been firm. And I should have just waited for someone to come in and confront me and I would have been firm. But I, who cares? It was late. We had fun. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad I didn't have to do the final two thing at the end. Yeah. That's a a little emo for you. It's a little mosh. Uh, You know, it's a game. Kudos to the the two people who who came at the end. It was great. It was very fun. Very fun. Would you do that again? Would you play again? As I said, when I jumped into the interview at the end, I don't say no to anything. I would be happy to do that. The only thing I say no to is Renap. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. And even that will work on you eventually. Well, I did do another Renap thing that you were a part of. Um, the Yeah, so that that was fun. I wouldn't play again. Oh, wait, would yeah. you do Sequester again? I should well, if, if, they, if they guaranteed me there's no elimination puzzle. I, it's a waste of my time if there's a puzzle. I think they're fighting with that. I, I know. Think, uh, people had my back. People were really defending me, like, uh, you know, messaging, like, hey, you know, first of all, who wants to see? And to be fair. I lose that puzzle at noon the same way I lose it at 7 a.m. staying up the whole night. Like, I'm not debating that. But, uh, and by puzzle, I mean a three-year-old matching game. Like, my son would have a Winnie the Pooh matching. But that's not my strength. I'm not, like, I can't do the visual stuff. But I, but I, um, if that if that was not a regular part of the game, I would potentially play again. But if it is, I think the change is that that should time. be immunity. That that should yeah, it has been. Out yeah, and this may be it completely be not complete nonsense for a lot of people who are listening. But but we're at the end of the podcast. Like true. people didn't miss anything by leaving this. It's true. Um, I, I did say when I was asked if I would play again that I can't imagine being better positioned where like half the cast had no idea who we were. Mm-hmm. So that was great. Certain certainly fewer people knew who I was than you. And a few people same. were going around saying like, oh, Allie and Akiva are a pair. But so so many other people were connected that it was sort of like a non-issue. Mm-hmm. And uh, enough people, I think it was more of a help than a hurt that people knew us. Yeah, it helped. Like the guy when when we accidentally voted out the guy at, at 11. Yeah, Jordan. No, uh, KP. Oh, oh, oh. Him, when we accidentally voted him at 11, he, he was like, in, the- in reality, he probably should have. We weren't really working with him. He should have said one of our names and dragged us out but he was like no i want to see them play so there's a little right. bit of i was thinking more jordan who like knew us and i had known him from a kalish thing oh i had i didn't know him at all he seemed very nice but yeah, i never but you heard were, of him but the three of us were in the conversation where i told him i knew him right you were still in the room for that i didn't so I was i didn't even remember that honestly had sort of worked. and i'm not sure okay if I heard well then but i also it. think a lot of there was people thought there was this big rhap thing but like i didn't even know josh was rhap like i didn't know and i had never spoken to mark in my life so it was yeah. re- it was really just you and then Robbie who we lost very early. Which that what was what was great about it is they thought it was an RHAP thing more than it was a me and you thing, but yes. it was really a me and you thing. Absolutely. And it would have been Robbie, but he was, but he was gone so fast. But I will say playing this game made me certain that I would never play an RHAP man. I think it's too personal, right? It's I would never Because of how personal play an it is. Mini. Well, I think I would be one of the first out of that because I would I don't have enemies in RHAP, mm-hmm. but I'm the most like fake enemy pe- person. So like it would be easy to vote me out. I don't I know. Think. People might fear voting you out. I'm not sure. You like, would. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but it, wh- how about that? Was there a scenario where you would have gotten rid of me? And you'd be honest. Never. N- never. No, I say I don't even believe it. First of all, there was no. What'd you say? I'm not sure I believe it. Why? If you could have won, let's say I was like the biggest threat. It's like, oh, anybody. Never. I, Akiva, I already just said in Final Four, I might have been like, you know what? Vote me out. I'll never drag you. And you'll go to the end. Mm-hmm. 
I like you. Okay, here's the thing, and we'll talk about this when Hannah comes on to guess. Like, I I don't see myself as the Jess, obviously, but I see myself as the Jess in certain ways, mm-hmm. and nobody in this world certainly sees me like that. Akiva, there is no. I know I'm a. This is why I said like, if this podcast ends, it's because you end it. Like, mm-hmm. there is no world. Where I would have voted you out of support. No, I didn't think so either. Unless, that, but I did. No, you just said. Well, you I was just, just curious. Said, no, I was you... curious to get an honest answer because it was funny because then I sadly watched the the like the whole. Uh, there's like a <laughs> ongoing show that the whole game, which is actually pretty interesting. It was actually very well done. But they, um, but you still still feel like a huge narcissist watching the whole thing if it's about you. And yeah, but he thought we would turn on. Yeah, each that other, was funny. I, that was funny. It was like God, that's a great. Here's read. the thing: we never needed to. Like, we were never in a position. But we're also not working someone, together the whole. Like, you were voting at a guy, and I had nothing to. I was voting people out. You voted correctly every time. I almost never did. Yes. Like, we were not working together. What was great about it is that I felt comfortable that you were in enough rooms that I wasn't in that if my name came up, you would have to know about it and vice versa. But we, so we like, probably should have blown ourselves up when you also accidentally voted for the same guy. That probably should have been like, all right, we got to cut this out at this point. I think enough people figured that it was like thrown votes on. Well, I mean, I told them yeah, immediately. And, and like, I think if people said they went back and like his name was never said once, it was just like people in four different people incepted his name or something, which is crazy. I also had, I think, Brian and Ethan in my room and... I very as soon as KP was announced as the person leaving, I was I should have gotten a penalty vote for it. I was like losing my shit, like oh my god, it was a fake vote. Like I was very clearly mm-hmm. expressing that this was an accident and I'm effed. That was so real that like even I think that your name was said in that at least those two mm-hmm. had no they knew it was an accident. <laughs> like they knew oh, really? at least that it was Because sometimes people oh, sell yes. it. I pretended to be shocked at every vote off just like to see in case No 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 this because I didn't know who was go working. Go back with and who. watch this clip. Go back and watch I'll this watch clip. It. I'll, 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 it's a hundred percent like there's no world where I thought he was gonna go out. I was like I'm F I wrote a sign, I played myself. Like oh, you wrote I, I, mean, a, I don't know if you're allowed guys, to write signs. You're not. I should have gotten in trouble is what I'm yeah. saying. I was like so clearly and we did later. They were like, all right, don't do that. But I was like very cl- obvious. Like I would get an Academy Award. Like I would be on Shit's Creek and winning all but the But shout out to that guy. Over. This is so inside baseball. Shout out to that guy for not voting out any of the people who voted for him also. Yeah. That's a power move when you do that also. I was like, no, I'm going to go somewhat like this guy didn't even vote for me and I'm taking him out. This is our official sequester after yeah, show. Yeah, this was the after show. Um, this was for almost nobody, but I'm, I hope Robbie Freeman enjoyed it. <laughs> But it's like with with Renap, I mean with Renap, with RJP, it's almost like I would be I would sooner do a Renap mini where there's like more diversity of people mm-hmm. than RHAP. We will do, but I but I also like, had a thought once I started getting votes where it's like, oh, I hate anyone who's voting for me and I'm taking it so personally. And then it was very nice to get voted out on a puzzle. Like I could just hate my parents for vote. not getting me OT. You know? I got one vote the entire game. Right. And I got I got um I guess a bunch, but just in one round. I was only voted in one round. And then I don't think I ever got another vote if I'm not. I just think, look, I think, uh, no, but I think with the wheel round, like maybe a few people put you up and then it was like, well, let's just put a Kiva and take our chance at him. Well, that's a complicated round. You have to put up three different names. Like you have, and like, you're not going to put up the people you're in the room with. So that's tricky. But I had no fear because I knew you're putting somebody up. I was more, you know what I mean? One in six. I'll take those odds any day. I'm a gambler. Like 82%. Yeah, well, that's when someone threatened me and I that's, was like, By the way, the that's wheel. a terrible time to make a move at somebody because I spent the rest of the game like not trusting anybody, which I mean, it works if you want me to not trust you. But like the because I, I didn't really know who had who had done it. And I still don't even know because I'm stupid and I forgot. I think with an RHAP mini, it would be too 
maybe it would be personal. Maybe well, I think what they did personal. the first time was like there was some people who were sort of cannon fodder where it's like, all right, it won't be they won't their feelings won't be hurt or like they're not really involved. Like Big Mish wasn't involved. And uh, so maybe it would help me because everyone would think I would be upset, mm-hmm. but I really wouldn't care. But I I do think that it's like the people like I knew and maybe like I didn't think although I said to you a hundred times like I would never vote you out in a real it's like when I first played and I was like if Puya is in this game like I'm not gonna vote him out mm-hmm. like it just like I, there are certain people I wouldn't vote out mm-hmm. um but I don't know that you wouldn't have voted me out but I no still of course been I wouldn't have. first of all even if I wanted to it wouldn't have been worth it no no but I'm, I'm not it wouldn't have been worth it in that game but in certain situations it no been I had worth no it. interest in it and it's for no money like for a million dollars you know you do what you do to win well you feed your kids I, w- I was gonna take a dive for no money I would certainly take a dive for you with four kids oh wow that's so nice I'm, well, on, I'm honored of course all right is there a, you by the no way job one thing <laughs> no prospects <laughs> one thing um we didn't do was uh, should we be getting back to doing episode MVPs <laughs> Hey, wait, the last thing I wanted to say about a potentially an RHAP mini is like everybody has those relationships. So like I know if I were in a game with Puya one on one and ev- like in our game where it was like me and we knew other people for sure. And we knew Robbie and we knew Mark, but like for sure you and I were not going to vote each other out in an RHAP mini. Are you you're maybe you're not going to vote Rob out over me like there are other like everybody has other connections. Well, that's I why I think you'd wary. almost have to say like you really need to leave all like alliances at the door well i did that in kalish's game and the great kirsten mckinnis won and curse this was like a side game we played and kirsten was like i'm shocked i didn't work with the people i came in thinking i was going to work with but i came in being like we all know each other so now we're just playing like we're playing monopoly and i'm just aligning with whoever is most convenient yeah that's how you should do it I, i almost think like if we made a game it would be great if there was a way to it's like not to incentivize people working together, but like, you know, who know each other before and but which I think a flaw it's a great game they built, but it is a flaw ultimately in the game. It's like you have to go and Google like who's friends with who. Like I went through everyone's Twitter and like snuffed out that two people were friends and like we voted them out, you know? Right. Well I was very much willing to to be open to everyone, but of I course. wasn't gonna vote you out. Yeah. All right. So, but I, I just think with too many people, it's like then it's like layers. Everybody in RHAP has layers of relationships, sure. and so it's like who's really cl- and I like that. I couldn't get into. Yeah, no, that's very complicated. Not worth it, almost. All right. So, uh, we did so some plugs before we get into you predicting. I think this is the first episode you'll predict that you like actually have to predict something. Um, if you want to say who won, I, I mean, maybe Winston. I think Winston probably won the episode. Spencer was really good, and I, I'm going to give it to Spencer because who's Spencer? <laughs> Spencer's sorry, her Schmidt. cheating I'm looking ex-boyfriend. At, sorry, sorry, Schmidt. I'm, I'm looking at my notes, and it says Spencer <laughs> and Nick um, from the boyfriend rankings. Um, yeah, I think Schmidt wins because I, I like July Fourth Independence Day. That's funny. I liked um, I, I liked the whole thing with Cece, even though you know there's not a full payoff in that one. The give me that hat. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of good stuff coming from Schmidt. As a, uh, wow, some people, I'm looking at my Twitter responses. Jason Curtis Rivera says he doesn't know any either. He knows neither uh, Justin Long or Natasha Leon. Yeah, I got that. Scott Yeager responded. He responded to you? No. How you like that? Big get here. Should we, I haven't read it. Should we just decide that we go with him? No, well, not if both polls are the same. You know what? You're going to get more votes than me. It's going to make me feel upset, I think. 
He says, by name, Justin Long, but Natasha might be more recognizable, if that makes sense. Honestly, I think either way, the answer is probably Justin Long, and mainly due to those commercials he did. Most recent thing, either crushed was Russian Doll. But nobody Dolla, knows though, him from the deal. commercials. Uh, Jason Cursor, update, I Googled them. I know their faces. Uh... This is hilarious. AJ Norris, the only thing I know Justin Long from is voicing a chipmunk. How is he more famous? He was in the Squeakquel, apparently. Oh, I, lo- I love the Squeakquel. I've never seen it, but I like Ethan the says, I voted. Ethan, uh, Ethan, who we talked about, uh, who voted me out of Sequester, says, mm-hmm. I forgot about Justin Long until right now. Mm-hmm. Good looking guy, Ethan. Okay. Yeah, no, obviously. And and uh, descendant of the modern Orthodox. No, he's founder. yeah, that was incorrect. Paul Shemtov is the is 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 <laughs> is the is the father of modern of us of, of Hasidism, not of modern Orthodox. I meant to, I meant to ask you that about that because it was like shocking that you didn't say anything. Oh, I would I didn't hear it. I I, I didn't oh, I didn't hear the I didn't hear I went back like yesterday. I didn't hear the promos because I was I was fiddling with my computer. I didn't hear a single promo. If that was if that was <laughs> I would have done worse than the puzzle if they asked questions about those. So how did you find out? I said I went back and watched the the ones that I missed the other day. Oh, you like did? afterwards okay. because but I you know just to you know everyone put effort into it. I wanted to see it. How many votes do you have so far? And yours has been going for well longer than mine. Um, I had um last I checked I had like five hundred. Oh, that's huge! I only have one eighty, and I'm Justin Long winning by fifty five. But you'll probably Slim tell me. But margin. I am. People are used to like me. I do post a lot of polls for podcast stuff. I have four seventy five. All right, so we, so you did Renap. I think I am going to watch your hundredth, listen to your hundredth episode. Do whatever you want. Um, I have full intention to listen to all of them. I'm just backlogged, honestly, because I've been listening to Seinfeld. Uh, the t- Don't get all. I'm much more with me. honored if, for, for anybody to listen to my old Seinfeld podcast. Then I know you told me that last. Uh, Natasha on one point six on Instagram, Justin Long four seventy four. But like, I think women do better than guys on on Instagram. So I'm not sure that means something or it doesn't. Eh, I think Justin Long was famous pre Instagram. I think that's yeah, of course, yeah, absolutely, and and yeah, Natasha Owen has become. So I don't think it's again. gendered. I think it's just. Like I do. There is definitely. It is definitely gendered. I think like the every like the top twenty people on Instagram are all women. I think it is. All gendered. right. I don't think in this situation it's gendered. I hear what you're I think saying. It's, yeah, but he's okay. not hot, Justin. <laughs> I'm like, aware why would somebody of you. follow him? <laughs> that's such a niche Seinfeld reference, but I use it the most. I'm aware. I'm aware of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, you did congratulations your 100th episode mazel tov all all good wishes for your next 187 i already forgot 8751 yes and uh so robbie freeman the the well aforementioned robbie freeman tweeted at me puya mike bloob and liana unclear why that we should do a reaction twitch stream to Rob and Akiva reacting to this bit they do called the Royal Rumble. And so we did it. Who cares? Whatever. We did it last night. You could look up Puyaism on Twitter, on Twitch, and catch that. It was something. It was, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very funny. But if people aren't familiar with the Royal Rumble, it's a waste of their time. Am I the first person who pointed out to you that Clarence just dis- dissolves into the match? No. Uh, uh, people pointed out immediately that we missed it. We knew that well, we missed him, but we didn't rewind. I don't know why. We didn't stop. We just got caught up in the moment. Say, we never paused. 
You're like, when did they go? Oh, it was Clarence. But, like, who with the just first one out? we pause. Oh, we never pause this one. By the way, Natasha Leona has triple the amount of followers on Twitter of Justin Long. 545 to 186. So. Do you think that's gendered or is that a product of when they were famous? Product of when they were famous, around. but also product that Justin Long doesn't have like a fan base, you know? Like when we came after David Boreanaz on, on a podcast, like his the Boreanaz stands were all over us. But I don't think Justin Long has stands. Okay. All right, let's get out of here. Please. Um, please. It's late. It's 414 in the morning. All right, let's guess. Uh, season one, episode seven, mm-hmm. called Bells. Akiva, what is this Ooh, about? I, this is a hard one. Thanksgiving, very easy. Bells. Bells. Do you think they're jumping to Christmas? I don't think so. I don't think so. What's the air date? Uh, seven days after November 15th. So November 22nd? Wow, good quick math. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm serious. That was good quick math. Here, uh, uh, so bells. I'm, I'm being a hundred percent. Okay, serious. that's even terrible. All right, like to give you context, I bought face wipes with my mom when I was home, mm-hmm. and she held a pack and said, "How many are in here?" I said, "25." And she pauses for a good five seconds and says, "Okay, so it's a little less than a month's supply." And I said. Wow, you really took a while to do some quick math there. That twenty five is slightly less than thirty. Okay. But I was I am actually impressed by your quick math. I don't I don't know. Um I, I don't even have a guess. Bells is so hard. I'm gonna say Bells is the name of uh an ex girlfriend. An ex girlfriend. Okay. So Bells is someone's okay. ex girlfriend. Who All comes right, back so two hours, Akiva. Is this our longest one? Maybe. Well, Jeez. I hope you have the stuff you gotta cut out. Yeah, pray for me. Okay. Uh, you could follow me at Last Tweets. You can follow Keeve at Keeve26. You could check him out at uh, on his podcast, Renap, which is what? Rob has a website.com slash Renap. Mm-hmm, yeah. And uh, 32 fans and the 32 fans Patreon. I can't plug the Patreon enough. It's absolutely worth it. I'm not a patron, but I imagine <laughs> it's a great uh, experience. Sure. Um, I'm doing nothing, which I love. So just uh, that's it. We will see you next week. If we are lucky enough to have you. Until then. Bye. Thought you were going to say something. No. I hadn't. I mean, I thought you were. That was it. All right. Bye. What's the least sexy day, though? That's really what they should have gotten into. Oh, my God.